0: This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty.
1: Hey, hey, The Monty Show, back on your YouTube machine. How the heck are you? Happy Monday to you. The Monday before championship weekend in college football. What the hell is wrong with the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen? And oh my God, Josh Giddy, you did what? We have so much to get to today. And as always, the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best entry attorneys in the business, I tell you, every single day on the show with the snow coming down now in most of this country, unless you live in Hawaii, uh, which I would not, uh, or somewhere warm which I don't, Uh, you get into these car accidents with people who just forget how to use the brake pedal uh, when it is snowing out. Do not trust your insurance company. They work for themselves. The Advocates work for you. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Get to theadvocates.com right now uh, and chat with an attorney. So obviously the big to-do today uh, is Michigan versus Ohio State. And I know so many people that were Uh, up in arms about the Michigan football cheating scandal. And I have to tell you, we were one of them. But I think we were all looking at Michigan as done for the year. And it turns out they were anything but. An undefeated regular season leading to a matchup that is, I don't know, anticlimactic at best with a pretty mid Iowa football team this weekend where Michigan is a big favorite by 22 points in a game that's 34 and a half for a number. This game's going to suck. Does Michigan belong in the college football playoff? Let me break American hearts and tell you, if they win the Big Ten championship, it is unquestioned that Michigan is one of the best teams in the country. In fact, I think I can go ahead and make that statement now. But here's the thing that a lot of people don't want to embrace and don't want to talk about absolutely nothing changed with the win over Ohio State. Now, was that a significant win? Was that a big win? Well, yeah, it's Ohio State. It's a game that you are paid to play every single year. Was Michigan vindicated with their win over Ohio State? On a pretty significant level, I would have to say yes. Michigan got some vindication when they beat Ohio State at Michigan Stadium over the weekend. And I don't think the game was that close. I thought Michigan was very clearly the better football team. But the truth is, are they cheaters? Yeah, in my opinion, they are. Did this change the facts of the Michigan sign-stealing scandal? Not at all. Did it end that investigation? Not at all. Did it end the Matt Weiss investigation? Not at all. Did it end the Jim Harbaugh COVID dark period cheating, overworking his coaching stuff thing and happening? No, not at all. But was it vindication, Jake? I have to say, I absolutely believe their win over Ohio State gave Michigan a good bit of vindication.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you know the vindication piece comes on the side of the conversation that involves talking a bunch of junk and saying "We told you so" and saying, you know, we don't need signs to beat Ohio State. But it's hardly vindication when we talk about you know people getting fired. It's hardly vindication when we talk about you know the legal side of the uh, uh, of the whole situation. You know, we still have a lot of question marks in the whole conversation, but if you're a Michigan fan, obviously you enjoyed doing what you did, which was your job over the weekend, which is winning a home football game at the big house against the Ryan days who've been underachieving for now three years in a row. So yeah, you got some vindication that way, but I am not here to agree with the Michigan fan that's saying this is all over somehow because you beat Ohio State once in the regular season this year that the cheating scandal just goes away and it disappears and it's no longer a thing. I'm not in that place. I'm in the place where I'm saying I agree you were the better team on Saturday. It was a hell of a game. Michigan clearly looks superior. Uh, and and ultimately, I, I think it's, it, it is pretty awesome that we get round two this weekend for the Big Ten championship game. I, I think that overall Ohio State is is in this situation where you know you you gotta start winning these games, man. And I don't know what Ryan Day well, is doing. And I think that's
1: the the real question. Is is Ryan Day the right guy for Ohio State? I, I I think at this point that's very much up in the air. You lost to Michigan for the third straight year. You're on the outside of the Big Ten championship looking in. And I think that you, if you are Ohio State, going to New Year Six Bowls or Bowls of significance are not why you play college football at Ohio State. That's not why you exist. Uh, and I think that Ryan Day has not done a great job of winning these big games. And I think it is very much a struggle if you are Ryan Day to be looking at an O and three team that you had on the ropes that you probably should have beaten, where there was all kinds of junk being talked and. Listen, the only thing that Ohio State accomplished on on Saturday was was proving the point that Michigan's arguably the best team in the country. That's what Ohio State uh did. I mean, if we're being if we're being honest about it, when you look at when you look at that game, how do you feel any other way than that Michigan is a college football playoff team that Michigan can play with any team in the country on the field and that again, not to keep Pouring salt in the wound. I feel like Michigan got a,
0: a, a certain bit of vindication with that win. It's incredibly disappointing if you're Ohio State on so many levels. You know, to be, to be this team that was the team that was supposed to be the Michigan stopper in a sense. Like, we all knew when, you know, Michigan-Penn State happened that Michigan was probably going to win that game, right? I mean, everybody kind of agreed that, yeah, Penn State was going to be in it, but Michigan should win this game. I think a lot of people felt like going into Ohio State-Michigan at the big house, that Ohio State had a shot to win this game, that they yeah. should be right in it. They should have an opportunity to win. And how incredible would it be if Michigan lost at home to Ohio State? And yet here we are talking about how Ryan Day seemingly disappoints again. And, and I'm just going to keep saying what I've been saying for you know most of the season. I, and, and it's not all on Kyle McCord, but I, I think Kyle McCord is a good example of how this roster is not talented enough on the offensive side of the ball. I'm tired of hearing people talk about how Marvin Harrison Jr. is this amazing talent. He is. He's awesome. It's not a Marvin Harrison Jr. issue. Not at all. The issue is, is that you don't have enough talent overall on the offensive side to go into the big house and put up 30 points, which in my opinion is what's required to win there. If you put up 30, you should win the game. But you didn't put up 30 points. You were never in danger of putting up 30 points in my opinion. And honestly, I'm tired of watching Kyle McCord interceptions to lose you the game because your offensive line can't buy the guy three seconds. It's incredible to me. So while this is, hey, Kyle McCord threw two interceptions and, you know, hey, Marvin Harrison Jr. needs to run his routes correctly. This is a Ryan Day recruiting, not having enough issue. That's what the issue is here. And I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, you should fire Ryan Day right now because, honestly, I don't think most people have a good idea of who you'd even replace him with. I mean, I I don't think that there's another great candidate just sitting around. Now, the reality in college football is anybody who's got a job is a candidate. We're seeing that. People, you know, the the Jonathan Smith situation as an example or, you know, whichever situation you want to look at. If you're coaching right now, You're a candidate for these open jobs. But I I just think that Ohio State fan needs to be real careful about saying, hey, we got to get rid of the guy who's had us in the college football playoff, you know, regularly. We got to, you know, get rid of the guy that seemingly, you know, can't win championships, even though he's had you in the playoff regularly. So that's what I think the challenge is. But it was disappointing to not go in there and win that game because everybody knows you were capable of beating Michigan, and you just didn't.
1: Yeah, uh, a little breaking news, by the way, out of college football, there are reports surfacing now um, that Will Howard, K-State Will Howard, uh, is going to uh, leave K-State. According to um, Chris Hummer, uh, who is a national uh, college football writer and transfer portal uh, guy for 247 Sports, Uh, Will Howard is in the transfer portal, and is leaving um, K-State. Uh, re- I reached out to Will just now uh, via text message. We'll see if if he replies or not. We know Will pretty well on this show. He's been on several times. Uh, so we'll ask and uh, see exactly where uh, where that ends up. Are you surprised to hear that?
0: Uh, a little bit, a little bit, but I think this was Will Howard's first kind of rocky season at, at K-State. I mean, this is the first season – where it's like, hey, is it my job or not my job? You know, we all remember the Oklahoma State game. We remember that dreadful performance. But then, you know, we also remember him getting a job back and coming in and playing well. And and played really well down the stretch, I thought. Yeah, and so that's why I think it's difficult, is is these kids, you know, have the opportunity to do this. And frankly, I, I have to say, Will Howard... You know, if he gets into the right situation, and the right situation being a situation where he can get into an offensive minded system that allows him to rack up, you know, 3,000 yards, 4,000 yards, let's say, if you really want to get crazy. If he can get into that type of situation, he's going to really help his draft stock. But he is definitely one of those guys that is going to be in the league. I'm interested to see
1: where Will Howard ends up because I, I would agree with you. I think he very much uh wants a better uh draft situation. And I think that's why uh that's why he would be he would be doing this. I mean, obviously there are a lot of places uh where Will Howard could end up. Notre Dame comes to mind right away. Um, you look at offenses that throw the football all over the field. I mean, I, I think there's no doubt um, that you're going to have a lot of suitors for Will Howard, a lot. And if you look at some of the issues, I, I mean, Clemson comes to mind. That's a program that does not have a quarterback. Um, I would think Oregon would come into the picture. Um, I, I mean, there's just let's see what happens with Penix and Washington. I mean, you look at some of the best teams in the country right now. Um, there's a lot of a lot of quarterbacks uh, that that are going to change places. I mean, you look at some of the hot seats. Um, I mean, how on earth did Dave Aranda keep his job? I have no idea. And, and mind you, he's looking for an offensive quarter and a quarterback. Now Blake Shapin's in the transfer portal this afternoon. So, I mean, this is, this is kind of silly season. I'm not surprised that Will Howard is looking towards the NFL with this. That's my guess. Again, I, I, when we hear back from Will, I'll let you know, But I have to believe that that's what this is because he didn't have a bad year. What was he, 24 and 10? Um, Far too many interceptions. He had four in the game you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you're at a point now where where you're going to have to go and prove to people that you can be a big-time quarterback. And I think there are some real questions about about his ability not to turn the football over now. And 24 and 10 is a really good number. And I think, as we've talked about on this show, He's a risk taker. He's a gunslinger. There's, there's no question about that, but you look at, at the, the big 12 in, in, in general, I don't really see a home for him in the big 12. I think there are several spots in the big 10. I think there are several spots in the sec. I, I, I don't think he's going to have a tough time finding a job in any way, shape or form.
0: Not at all. And I, and I think the thing for Will Howard, you know, if I'm him, you know, the thing I'm looking at is, is 61% completion percentage that's got to bump up to 65 plus uh you know as soon as he can well the elites are in the 70s yeah and, and I think that you know that 24 and 10 situation is not terrible but it needs to be better and and, yes. and the problem for will is it can be better I I, I think will howard is that guy I, I I look at will's game and and I'm sitting here saying yeah this guy can run around a little bit but this guy is a pure pocket passing Savage this is a guy that can drive the football down the field this is a guy that can be he can be a guy that slices up a defense. The problem is, is that you know the 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 guys he's thrown to, with all due respect, were not exactly the most talented individuals. Now you had some talent on that roster, but it's not as though you had top end, no doubt about it, wide receiver one. That's not the situation at K State. So to me, I, I I look at this and I say, yeah, sure, twenty six hundred yards this year. You know, twenty four and ten. You know, big problem for me is only seven yard average on passes. That tells me you're throwing underneath a ton. Uh, And that's not Will Howard's, you know, wheelhouse. Will Howard should be a eight, nine yard per attempt guy because he has that kind of arm. He has that kind of accuracy, given that you're running good routes. Like he can be that guy, but he's got to find the right situation. So, yeah, Notre Dame would be a great landing spot in terms of notoriety and helping your draft stock. But I'm not sure that Notre Dame is the place you want to go if you want to have a high-powered you know, offensive situation that you just want to step into. So it's kind of this thing where if you're Will Howard, you're sitting here saying a program on the notoriety level of Notre Dame is awesome because you know you're on TV every week. You know that you're going to be seen. You're in a great place. But at the same time, is that the best situation for on-the-field scheme? That's where I think Will Howard has to kind of figure it out most of the time Guys like Will Howard already know where they want to go, but we'll see. We'll see where he winds up. I, it's a fascinating conversation. It, it really is, and I I think you look at some of the
1: some of these situations. I mean, it, it, right now, pick a play. Jonathan Smith left Oregon State to go to Michigan State. Is Will Howard going to consider Oregon State in their current state of affairs? I would guess not. Um, I I look at I look at some of these situations. Is Will Howard going to Baylor? I would guess not. Is Will Howard going to Utah? Because Will Howard seemingly would be the exact quarterback that Utah has lacked for so many years. Mm-hmm. I would guess not. If and, and I love Kyle Whittingham. I love Utah football. But if I'm Will Howard and I'm trying to get an NFL look, am I going to Utah?
0: I'm not going to Utah and I'm not going to the Big 12. Am I going Respectful to BYU?
1: It. No. I'm probably not going to BYU. Uh, I mean, we can go up and down the list. You're, you're certainly, I just don't think he's a fit. I don't think he's a fit. It's going to be very interesting to see how all this plays out. I mean,
0: look at a situation like Texas, as an example, you know, you've got quarterbacks for days there, right? You know, Arch Manning gets some time this past week, you know, obviously Quinn Ewers, Malik Murphy, Yeah, you've got talent there. So, even for Will, at that point, you're probably not even going to programs like Texas, who are already loaded. That's why I'm saying, man, you have to find a situation where it's like, hey, this program gets enough notoriety. Program. This program gets program. enough notoriety on a weekly basis where I'm going to be seen, and I'm not going to be stuck on FS2. Yeah, you know, half the season in the Big Twelve. Yeah, uh, but I also need a situation where I've got, you know, you you either got to have a, a you know, a ball out wide receiver one to throw to, or you got to have that badass tight end that 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 can that can dominate the middle of the field. One of those two has to be taking place for you to thrive as a quarterback in a new situation.
1: Yeah, I think it is it is really going to be interesting to see where all of these QBs and coaches end up. I, I think it is absolutely imperative um that that will howard find the right landing spot. And I think I think there's going to be quite a bit. We, we again, I I just look at Caleb Williams in USC. Mm-hmm. Is Caleb Williams coming back? He had a disastrous season by by his standards. Certainly not being in the the Heisman Trophy conversation any longer. It, it makes you wonder. What about USC? What's going to happen with Chip Kelly at UCLA? How many of their guys are going to be in the portal? Um, I, I mean, there's just so many opportunities across the West. And this does not even include who knows who knows who else is going to graduate. Who knows who else is going to go to the NFL? I, I think there are a ton of opportunities, and it is it is going to be remarkable to watch.
0: But this is where TV deals and hey, what kind of personalities your head coach have? Yeah, uh, you know, like where, like what kind of direction and momentum does the program overall have? Like these are all things that matter, and I feel like on a you know in the meat of the schedule when it's not you know, championship weekend coming up. Like when we're in like week four, week five, and people want to defend their head coaches who are not interested uh, in talking about things like Bedlam or, you know, the the biggest game on your slate or whatever. You're not interested in talking about the hype machine. This is where that comes back to get you a little bit because when the portal happens and, you know, essentially as everyone likes to call free agency and college football takes place, that's what kids are going to remember. They're going to remember, hey, yeah, I remember seeing on... X that dude over here was talking about this big game and how awesome it was. And like that's what that's what you remember as a player. Of course. So if I if I said to Will Howard, hey dude, you can go and be the quarterback at Michigan. What do you think of that? Mm. That'd be a really interesting situation for Will Howard. It was a (laughs) way bigger program, but obviously scandal. Hey, dude, I'm taking Will Howard over Kyle McCord. All day long.
1: I think I, I would I would tell you guys point blank, Will Howard to Oregon seems like a really good fit to absolutely. Me. I mean, with Bo Nix, probably I mean, can you I can't believe Bo Nix doesn't win the Heisman. Certainly. Um, I mean, obviously, our good friend at LSU has a lot to say about that. But I I I think there's there's opportunity out there. There's certainly opportunity. We'll see what happens. Uh, but breaking news this afternoon, the biggest name yet to hit the portal, K-State quarterback Will Howard enters the transfer portal, and I think this is just the beginning. And, Boyd Lake, I think this is an excellent question. Does Arch Manning consider leaving Texas if Ewers stays another year? And everybody is convinced Quinn Ewers is staying another year. I don't know how you don't transfer if you're Arch Manning because you cannot give away another year of eligibility. You you can't do it. And it, it, it sucks for Quinn Ewers, the injury. I think it's another year and another injury that probably hurt Quinn Ewers' draft stock. But if you're Arch Manning, you got to do what's best for you. And he, I mean, no, he got reps the other day, obviously, but you you've got to at least consider it.
0: Well, with Arch Manning too, I I think the thing that gets forgotten is the hype machine. You 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 as Arch Manning have a name behind you. You have this this expectation about you. Yes. And so everyone yes. everyone's like, hey, dude, are, are you just going to sit on the bench and and just wait your turn? To play for Sark while Arch Manning continues to contend for the Heisman eight weeks a season, like is that what we're about? Are
1: you gonna go to? Are you gonna go to A and M and be the guy at A and M now with you know Elko there and his? In- <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the deal that Texas A and M gave to? And I don't know if we have that still shut or not, but they, Elko's contract at Texas A and M. Gives him a seven million dollar base, but good luck, sir. If you are if you are going to, in any way, shape, or form, earn money at Texas A and M, he's going. Any real money would require him to get into the college football playoff. Period. Other than that, it's like fifty thousand dollars for SEC Coach of the Year. Like
0: mm-hmm. A and M is a train wreck.
1: If you're if you're Will Howard, are you going A and M right now?
0: No. Mm, No, probably not. That's why I think your point about Oregon is is spot on because, again, Oregon's in that perfect situation where, you know, Bo Nix had the season of his life, you know, is probably going to win the Heisman, going to go to the league, like, you're going to be in need. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, boy. Casey Anthony got away with it, has made
1: her his triumphant return.
0: Where the hell have you been? (laughs)
1: Arch Manning will be a massive bust. Okay. I don't think so.
0: First of all, first of all, if you're going to come in here and comment after being gone for like 18 years of the show, your first comment better have Jag off in it. And if it doesn't, we That's problems, my point. Dude. Like, you what are shouldn't. We doing why, here?
2: why are you not, sir? Ex- casual.
1: Excuse me, Casey Anthony. Why are you not saying that Arch Manning's a jagoff? <laughs> this is your trademark. Yeah, this is your job. This is all you do. And then you were unalived for as long as Casey, Casey Anthony. Well, no, I'm not gonna make murder. I knew today
2: part. would be shitty. Listen,
1: my point is you come in here with a sane comment. That was really disappointing. I I have to be honest with you. That was really disappointing. Be better. Uh, let's see, Uh Illuminerdsky. I I can never. What the say fuck I are you? Illuminerdsky. Uh, if Arch Manning transfers to Cincy, you got twenty dollars a Skyline Chili gift card for him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what nil deal did you get over there with the Bearcats? Well, some guy with a name I can't pronounce gave me you know twenty bucks in Skyline Chili. Going to Cincinnati he was not good for my roommate. Damn. You know, um, good to see you guys, all of you, uh, here on the Monty show. Let's get your comments in here. As always, you know, the comment section on this show is presented by our good friends at bucked up, bucked up energy, the official energy drink of the Monty show right here on the hissy. We've got the Miami, but you guys, you know what I say every single day, get in the comments and get your six free buckshot samples. Uh, The sales, the Black Friday sales, everything that Bucked Up did this holiday season kickoff was amazing. I have more buckshot right now than I will ever know what to do with because it was dirt cheap. Did you get it? Get to buckedup.com right now and get it. 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine, a bunch of brain food. It helps you think well. It helps you perform even better. I'm telling you, if you're somebody that drives a lot and a big shout out, thank you. Thank you for helping me remember this. Billy, our guy, Billy, hey, Billy, in, our guy, Billy in Denton, Texas. He says he drives for Amazon and he listens to this show every single day. Hey guys. He heard, he said, I had listened to the show for less than five minutes over the summer when I heard you mention Carrie Von Erick's name. Good old Carrie Von Eric, the to- Texas Tornado. Y'all feel me? For my guy, the Amazon driver, this buckshot's for you. My guy also says, Blue Raz gets him through the day, driving his Amazon truck. You guys, thank you. If you're a FedEx guy, a UPS guy, an Amazon driver, there's so many of you that bust your ass this time of year. We don't say thank you enough. Thank you. For everything that you do, get it now. Go to BuckedUp.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkouts. Boom. Woo. Boom. Bucked Up, the official energy provider of the Monty Show, Boyd Lake. So, Houston fired Dana Holgerson. Tough day for many coaches, bro. You're not even kidding. Dana Holgerson, I don't think anybody's surprised. I think he's one of the best offensive minds out there. I think he will have a job. Is there one that's really surprising to you not really i mean i i I look at some of the I look at some of the jobs that are out there and some of the coaches that were fired and I just say to myself, is this really surprising is this is this really
0: surprising to anybody that Dana Holgerson was fired not exactly man i mean you you see this is what I always say about losing like it's okay to lose in college football when you're in Houston's position as an example, but it's not okay to be just terrible, just non-competitive, not even close. And then to lose games to what was it? West Virginia on a, on a mm. hail Mary at the end of the game there, or like just these little things that kind of cement your fate. And, and that's what I think was tough for Houston is, is Dana just, just, it just didn't work out. And, and, and so a lot of schools are going to say, "Yeah, we'll 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 eat that cost, and we'll move along to the next one." Because ultimately, we know if we can just win, you know, five games, six games, be bowl eligible, you know, uh, make some money, we'll be fine. But you can't make money realistically when you're like a two-win team. That no. doesn't work. But I, you look at some of the gigs that are open. Like I, I look
1: at. Uh, Andy Avalos at, at Boise, you just didn't win enough games, right? Like you, you just, to me, um, I, you just didn't feel like there was positive momentum there. Jonathan Smith to Michigan State, a foregone conclusion that he was going to go. The program, sure. and, and it, today is a day where if you are an Oregon State fan, please lay it out. Because you're absolutely right. Today is the day where you got your nuts chopped off.
2: You're so fucked, and,
1: and you 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 really are. You
0: feel terrible for Oregon
1: State fans.
0: You you feel terrible. I'm curious how long it'll be before they can really get another powerhouse coach into that situation.
1: Uh, but I, this is why the Michigan conversation is so significant. I, I and I understand. Look, Wolverine fan. I know you got your your your. Well, do Wolverines have like a tail, a puffy? I know you got your, your fluffy tail up, right? <laughs> and I know Michigan fan feels good today, but how long until you're one of the teams looking for, for a coach?
0: Well, most people think he's leaving. I,
1: I don't see any way, shape, or form that in year, a year from now, Jim Harbaugh is a coach at Michigan. Heck, we're out of here. If we're being honest if we're being real honest, six weeks from now after the college football playoff, is is Jim Harbaugh still the coach at Michigan? I don't
0: think so, man. Mm. And, and I'm inclined to think that Jim is a guy who will do the whole, hey, you know, like whenever, let's say you win a national championship, whatever. However the season ends, you, you get knocked out or you win the natty, whatever. It's going to take like a month after the season officially ends for you for Jim to do anything. Yes. We all know that. So I I, I don't know, but I, I, I get... Like I get the feeling Jim is going to want to be in the center of the conversation as long as possible.
1: Yeah, I think Jim Harbaugh... and it, it, One of the things that was so weird to me today um, was that Jim Harbaugh very clearly does not want to talk about this situation. And I, I understand that. He stood at his, at his dais today for nine minutes just reading names. Like, y- you're... I, why are you doing a news conference? That's the you know, when i when i I say that I struggle with Jim Harbaugh, Rose, I understand it. There's no winning here for for Jimmy ballgame. but when when you start when you start having odd moments like this, like listen to what he says about about you know like Sharon Moore, like and, and look, I love the guy, but a, a Michigan legend.
2: Uh, I'm not saying that I'm in a position of, of uh, granting who a Michigan man is or who isn't or who a Michigan legend is or, or is not, not the maker of, of those two lists. But uh, I have nominated people before and I nominate uh, Sharon Moore uh, as, a, as a Michigan legend.
1: And I, again, I have no problem with Sharon Moore. I don't. Is he a Michigan legend? No.
0: No, he's not. And what bothers me is... No, he's not. You know, you talk about him reading names for nine minutes. That's essentially, you know, it, you know Michigan defenders are going to be like, he didn't just sit there and read down his his ledger. Well, yeah, he actually kind of did. He, he spent nine minutes saying, this guy you've never heard of and that guy you've never heard of are all Michigan legends. Dude over here at 11 tackles. And it's just a let, like, dude, we get it, man. You don't want to talk about it.
1: We get it. It's weird. What Jim Harbaugh did today was very weird. You know, once again,
2: you know, walking, walking up the steps of Schumacher Hall today and, and seeing that sign, those who stay will be champions, uh, resonated today like it resonates every day. Um, our goal of being Big Ten East champions has been accomplished. You know, now we move to uh, taking our shot at Big Ten champions.
1: I it, it's just awkward.
0: He's got that weird energy. If Sharon
1: Moore is such a legend, why isn't he doing the coaches press conference this week? Right? Like it, it why not? It, Jim Harbaugh, we get it. You're smarter and you're a better man than any of us are. You're, you're just, you, you, you're the head coach at Michigan. You know, you had no idea that anybody was cheating and, And the odd thing is, and and I know you guys are going to find this hard to believe, but Chris uh, Partridge had no idea anybody was cheating either. What? Nobody knows that everybody knew everybody who was doing, and they all didn't know what everybody knew that everybody was doing.
2: Via social media.
1: Nobody knew about what you all knew. And it's amazing that all of you are 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 so above board and your ethics are just rectum high. Like it's unbelievable. It's the stalwartness. I mean, you're not fired for destroying evidence. No, you were fired because you wouldn't shut up about the scandal. Oh, my bad, my bad, (laughs) my bad, my bad. (laughs) This is what we get into when Jim Harbaugh stands up. Here's, here's Chris Partridge's statement about why he was fired. Finally, he wasn't fired. Uh, the manner in which the termination of my employment and my role as Michigan as a coach at Michigan has been reported is inaccurate and has resulted in people speculating and making assumptions about my knowledge of and connection to the sign stealing allegations within the football program and uh, and and not to be the asshole in the room and i i truly am i guess on on some level you know, but I, I would I would just point out that the Big Ten has said, "Well, we only punished you
2: because you've never denied the allegations." Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. We never denied the allegation. Now, mm-hmm. nobody knew it was happening. The thing that we haven't denied that we were all part of. Steeler guy, but knew
1: that nobody knew who knew what was happening that we all didn't know about.
2: I don't really understand what you're saying.
1: You know. Again, another coach, you know, in connection to the sign stealing allegations. <laughs> They're not allegations, right? And and the other part about this, and, and listen, Michigan, red. I mean, Michigan fan, <laughs> I understand that you guys are a little sensitive to this. You beating Ohio State did not mean you're innocent. What? You beating Ohio State does not mean this is over.
2: Oh, what are you talking about, man?
1: Does it mean you get to go to the the? college football playoff because Iowa, I mean, a Ferentz got fired and it wasn't the head coach, right? I mean, you know, and if you ask Iowa, they're, they'll bet you for it. If you listen, I think that Michigan is one of the best teams on the field in the country. And we have no way to validate that because you won't deny that you were involved in a huge cheating scandal. I'm going to do that. This is not vindication. You are not innocent. You are not a victim.
0: Are you undefeated? Yes. One more thing I'd like to point out about Mr. Partridge's statement over here. Mm-hmm. Notice how dude refers to the football team as Team 144. Anybody notice that? He doesn't say Michigan football. Yeah, I I still love and support Team 144. What do you, like a, 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 a special forces squadron? Like, what is this, man? Like, can you not just say, yeah, I support the football team still? I I love how they try to get cute with this. Like, you know, Team 144 is like some sort of like badge of honor. I got news for you. Team 144 is is one of the most scandal-ridden football programs in the country right now. And if you go to whatever the first round of the college football playoff is going to be for you and you lose, all of this is for naught. All of it. Blake Core might as well go back to selling vacuums with Connor Stallions if they lose in the college football playoff in the first round. Because, again, you lost to TCU last year. If you don't get by that first team this year, what good is it? What are we really even talking about? What What was all this for? And that's what I think Michigan fan doesn't want to talk about. All the Michigan red asses in our members-only group after they won the game. Oh, my God, we told you so. I don't want to hear from Ohio state fan. And I just had one question. what did you get? What, what did this accomplish? What, 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 what did, did you, you win? What did you do here? Cause as far as I'm concerned, a win on the statute against Ohio state is going to be the same as the, as the, win you get this weekend, it's the same thing. The only problem is Michigan's got little brother syndrome about it. Cause they went full us against the world. And you know, we love you. I, even in partridge's statement, I still love Jim Harbaugh, which I think is amazing, incredible, bro. You lost your job for dude and you're still out here publicly
1: supporting him. the university's decision to terminate my employee. Their decision does not change my continued love and support of coach Jim Harbaugh. The coaches and players of team 144 as they continue their quest for a national
2: doesn't get any more red, white and blue than that.
1: I just think it's weird. The whole thing is weird. And I think Michigan fan claiming that they've won the sign stealing scandal. Like, <laughs> do you understand if Jim Harbaugh coaches next year that he won't coach
0: a single game? He'll be suspended. We've graduated from coaching <laughs> half the season to no season. He, he your, your head coach missed uh, anyway. And no, he won't be getting the game plan ready during the week if that happens. I, just want to point that out. That's the that, other thing. Yeah. You, have you forgotten about the NCAA, man? Oh, like, God. come on, man. No. It's- have you forgotten about the FBI?
2: I knew today would be shitty.
0: It's the FBI, dude.
1: The NCAA, the F- it's the F, um, the Federal Bureau of
2: Intestinal Fortitude is coming for that ass. It's like, not the best situation, and we all know you're that. Being investigated by the FBI, you took. The, the, the NCAA offered you four games, you fought them, so they said, okay,
1: we're going to give you none, and then we're going to suspend you after the season. To which you um, said, oh, I'll suspend myself three games, how about that? And they said, no. Well, it's, but anyway, okay. it's fine. It's fine, man. It, it's absolutely fine. Walter Greer says, uh, go blue. Mm. Uh, Marley says these guys are fake news. Marley, what have we said that's What we said that been wrong? Please inform me. I even got my ass kicked on this show two weeks ago when I said that Michigan would beat Ohio State. My bad. And all the Ohio State fans lost their minds. But you say, you even said, been so wrong many times. Okay, what have we been about wrong what? about? I'm about Mich- what? You're clearly a Michigan fan. What have we been wrong about? I'm here for it. Uh, Cougar tracks. Michigan should not be in the college football playoff no matter who knew about it. Uh, Different thing. Different thing. Expedition Greg, how are you? Marley, if I was you, tomorrow might be a big judgment day for you because of the rumors. If true, you guys will be disqualified from the Big Ten title game. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. Like, why would you now, if you are the Big Ten, why would you now disqualify Michigan from the Big Ten title game? Makes no sense. You would have done that already. And I would remind you, if memory serves, the Big Ten said there will be no further punishment unless there is new evidence.
3: Hey, maybe they
1: unearthed some treasure trove. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Mr. T or Big T or your mom, whoever the booster guy, the sign stealer guy (laughs) who allegedly funded the sign stealer. Like, who knows? Uh, AAR, Michigan Wolverines, San Arbor, Michigan, rock solid, folks. Rock solid. Right. Um. Trent CN, Patridge Partridge is a snake and no program should ever have hired him. Well they did. they did. Uh Marley Nuggs, yet still sit here running their Kilbasa grippers. Again, if you want to hate, that's fine. Appreciate it. Detail Comment. it. Yeah. Detail it. Do it. Uh Will Anderson, let the NCAA hammer drop. Uh, it's Not going. Until after the season. Scott of Greywater watch. The Astros have two championships. <laughs> The
2: Houston Astro
0: Wolverines. <laughs> but boy, ye, ye of vacuums and garbage cans. Yeah. And the garbage, the, the, what
1: it, I, I can't remember what that activism group is called. Uh, we for the Rights of Garbage Can Integrity. Sure. Man, they picketed the Houston Astro Wolverines for like
2: months and they came up with nothing.
1: <laughs> you know, oh my God. Uh, Michigan is not exonerated. I would They're vindicated. They're not exonerated. No chance. Arizona Buckeye. What's up, Arizona? Michigan has proven itself to be the worst program in college football. Overwhelmingly a fan base of ethics apologetics. Here's the problem, though. They beat your ass three years in a row. Yeah, they did. And this year, you can't use sign stealing as a reason. The previous two years, I would agree with you. If they stole your signs this year and you didn't change them, eh, Ryan Day should probably resign. Yeah, that's on him. He should go work for his brother's investigative firm because you you got beat by a, Michigan's a better football team than Ohio State right now. Period. Period. Right. But the other thing we need to stop saying is that, you know, Ryan Day lost to Sharon Moore, an interim coach. He was not. A, they. Jim Harbaugh was coaching the team. Stop with this, you know, Jim Harbaugh suspended. He missed one day. And he addressed the team Saturday morning before the game, and addressed them Saturday night after the game.
0: Do you really think Moore had no idea what the
1: flow of the Come play on. call was going to be, man? Come on. Uh, Les McGee says Baylor is a surprise. Well, I'm surprised that Dave Aranda kept his job in in at Baylor. I mean, you fired Grimy. Blake Shapen's in the portal. Why did you keep Dave Aranda? What is it
0: that he's done to capture your imagination? He's kept you out of scandal, at least. Well, you suck, but he's kept you out of scandal. Yeah. Uh, I I, I, didn't, mm, I don't know. I
1: think that's very interesting. Marley again. Greg, it's fake news. Okay, so what? what is fake news? What have we gotten wrong about Michigan? Oh, that's right. You can't answer the question because we haven't. Uh, Casey Anthony, if people knew all covert stuff going on behind the scenes of college football programs, it would make this look like little league. There's so much filth going on. But here's oh my god. here's Absolutely. the deal. Absolutely.
0: I don't even disagree with you, man. You're, you're incredibly correct. The only thing that needs to be said is Michigan is the only one that got caught. This is not a discussion about, Hey, does everybody speed? Everybody is first team all SRT. When it comes to trying to win games, everybody. Michigan's the only one that got caught. That's the difference. Yep. So say what you want, that's all that matters. Uh go blue 1881 John.
1: Uh no, it's weird how literally how prevalent this sign stealing BS is behind the scenes. We had a psycho weasel who wanted to take it to a different level and got caught. Okay, listen. John, <laughs> you, so what you're saying is you 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 believe that Connor Stallions acted on his own with no help. That's what you're he lone wolf.
2: Bonnie, please.
1: So here's, and this is, bro, I'm naive. Remember whatever Marley Nuggs or whatever his name is said. Hey, we're fake news on this show, so we don't know the truth. Well, from what I understand, um, there's all kinds of computer evidence and everybody knew about it. Even the other big 10 programs knew about it. So if he was a lone wolf, why did he have a budget? If he was a lone wolf, why did every other program know he was doing it? If he was a lone wolf, how do you explain that Michigan knew predominantly every sign from Rutgers two years ago. Hmm. How do you explain that Michigan knew every, and I've seen a lot of conjecture about this, at a minimum they knew every offensive signal from Ohio State two years ago. And you think Jim Harbaugh had no idea. You think Sharon Moore had no idea. Donnie, you're out of your element. Are you kidding me? And here's the other thing that I think again, and I don't mean to keep saying the same thing. It doesn't matter if Jim Harbaugh knew he's guilty and he will be punished. Best. Because it is his job to know what his staff is doing. And then there's all of the LLC stuff. Now, don't I, I'm no Sherlock Holmes Monty or anything. But when you dissolve an LLC after your illegal partner allegedly Balak A quorum comes
2: out <laughs> and says,
1: thank you for exposed
2: Thank are my thing.
1: And then it got dissolved like three days. To- come on, man. This yeah, hey, come on. And I go back to what Casey said. If you're really naive enough to believe that schools aren't doing things far worse than this. Just go look at why Pat Fitzgerald's not the football coach at Northwestern anymore. Bro. Like the stuff we never find out about. How long did we not know about the, the fighting paternos? <coughs> How long? long decades.
0: Times. Yeah. Decades.
1: The things that we'll never know about are, are mind blowing. Uh, Gary Wolf, Texas won't even make the playoff cause the 12 gets no respect. Well, if they win the big 12 championship and I'm not promising you That they will, because we all know Ollie Gordon's going to win the Heisman. I shouldn't even start. Why would you do that, Why did you do that? (laughs) (laughs) I think Texas is by far the better team than Okie State. But does that matter? When you have a back the caliber of Ollie Gordon. Now, the bigger issue is this game's on the road. It's in Dallas. It's going to be a huge Texas crowd. You know, I think probably, probably we're going to likely see a, we're going to likely see a very close game. And I struggle to say that because I think Texas is just, how are they doing it without Jonathan Brooks? Well, it turns out they have two other guys that are really, really good. I'm a man. Really, really good. Just a little bit, you know. Uh, and I, and I, I just, yeah, I struggle with it. So I sit here and I say to myself, I'm a little, look at this line. You guys look at the line there. Like that's a big line, 11 and a half um, in favor of Texas. When you look at the way that Ollie Gordon controls the, the clock for Oklahoma state. And I think the guy that's getting not nearly enough credit, Alan Bowman, because he, he, he's a game manager. Mm-hmm. But the other problem is they don't throw for touchdowns, and I think that's that's part of the problem and if you look at their game log you look at their game logs and you you and I struggle to say this out loud, but I mean he's thrown for two touchdowns in four games.
0: It's not good enough
1: over the last four games. Alan Bowman has only thrown two touchdowns.
0: Well, Monty's got Ollie Gordon back there, though, who's getting all the touchdowns. You
1: know what else he has? Six interceptions in the last four games. So they're trending in the wrong direction. And you threw two against BYU. Probably more of a crime is you got blown out and threw three against UCF, which doesn't look like. And again, I know that Oak State fans are probably just waiting to... Do something with something.
2: I'm going to get on your ass.
1: But you're going in the wrong direction here. And I'm not saying it's a, it's, it's a fluke that you beat Houston. It was a fluke you beat BYU. Do they give up
0: 50 to Texas?
1: Well, that's a good question. Their defense has not been good the last three weeks. No, it hasn't. And I think watching the end of the BYU game, BYU had every chance to win that game. Cool. And simply did not perform. And your inability to control the clock. And and listen, we 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 should have a conversation about BYU and Kalani Sataki as well. Stop telling me Kalani Sataki should be fired. Oh, you want to talk about his offensive coordinator, Aaron Roderick? Okay, now we can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one struggling with the play calling and the the schematics on offense? You 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 told me, you told me that Keaton Slovis wasn't enough, that he
0: was the problem, right? That he was the issue. That Retzloff was your savior. That. Keaton limited you that Keaton was the game manager and Keaton was the reason guys were dropping balls that hit them in the hand. And Keaton was the reason because of the turnovers. Mm. Yeah. What do I have? What do I have? Retzloff out here doing the same thing. And in combination with that, your awful play calling to limit the offense doesn't help things. And you still found a way to put up more than 30 points. So yes, yes, I can't. My, I'm. I'm getting confused. How many years in a row are we talking about Aaron Roderick's play calling? Because we definitely talked about it last year. I know for damn sure on this show we talked about it two seasons ago. Because I remember talking about it. So now, if we're gonna sit here and rip Ryan Day for losing three years in a row, why don't we start using the same logic with Aaron Roderick? Because at did, some and, point.
1: And how did Aaron Roderick get his job? Well, because you, you forced. Kalani to use Ty Detmer. And then he didn't want Ty Detmer. And so he picked his own guy. Criticize him for that. But Jake Retzloff is not the problem. That kid can play quarterback on my team any day he wants. The bad play calling and the poor schematics, especially, especially with the route trees. And uh, maybe I overvalued Cody
0: Epps. Get the kid the football. I don't think you overvalued him. I think he's just not getting the chances. And where like, is LJ Martin? Uh it, it like I've talked about
1: this repeatedly. You have. That I think LJ Martin is absolutely the critical piece that this offense needs. Because he is he is the only guy in my opinion. And I think you we can have an argument about all kinds of things. Um but wide receiver depth is not one of them. BYU has phenomenal, phenomenal wide receiver depth. But what does that matter if you can't effectively run the football? And if LJ Martin's not healthy, and if you are not, I don't even know what you. I don't even know what I. It's I, It's frustrating. The offense at BYU is frustrating.
0: And here's here's what I do know. You look at the the schedule sheet for this season, and I see okay. Weak competition to start the season. Sam Houston, Southern Utah should beat those guys any day of the week, right? Okay, cool, fine. 2-0, and should have done that. The Arkansas game was where they started surprising people. Whoa, BYU went on the road and battled Arkansas and won a game? Who is this team? Right there, I remember everyone was like, "Hey, hey, this team's capable of keeping it close with Kansas, and that's exactly what they did. Now, Keaton didn't help himself in that game. No, he didn't. But they kept it close. So that one, I was like, hey, this is a good loss. First year in the Big 12, you lost Kansas at their place. Hey, you turned it over. But, hey, you kept it close. Fine. But we started having issues at the TCU game, right? You beat Cincinnati. The TCU game is where the season kind of went off the rails. Because at that point, you only put up 11 points. Then you beat Tech. Okay. But then from there, you've lost every game. And I'm telling you, people went ahead and just put Keaton Slovis out to pasture. They just said, Oh, this kid's not good enough. Not good enough. We Man. got, we got Arch Manning, our Arch Manning sitting on the bench. And that's not what you should be doing at BYU. And I don't understand. And honestly, maybe this is like a state of Utah conversation. Cause I know people are still pissed about the way cam rising was handled this year, but who's what, coming back, By who's the way. coming back, which is notable. But, I don't understand why BYU and Utah play this injury game. If if Keaton is not 100% and that's why he's not playing, then say that. But if it's because you want to play Retzloff, then you need to damn well say that and stop making excuses. But, 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 but,
1: but. okay, so you have a quarterback issue. We're going to run the football more, right? Oh, wait. 37 carries. You t- You ran the football 37 times and LJ Martin got four fucking carries? He got... 37 runs, and you gave him four carries. It's a problem. Excuse my French. You gave him four carries, and I would remind you, he put up five yards of carry again, and you gave him four carries. I'm I am at a loss for how the how, where did Isaac Rex go? And I know I'm a big Isaac Rex fan. Throw the kid the football. Uh, it's it's remarkable to me. That you're looking at 15 receptions in a game, in an entire game. And Isaac Rex only gets three of them. I, I, it's, it's what Chase, you can only find one reception for Chase Roberts, who's an NFL wide receiver. You, you have a guy in Retzloff who you said was the next thing, and you only threw the ball 30 times and he completed um, 14 of them. I'm going to say Keaton Slovis isn't the problem. Anyway, Kalani Sataki, I I would hope, has the flexibility to make changes offensively because defense is not the problem. Defense is not the problem here. In, in my opinion, defense is not the problem. You're going to have to recruit better. There's no doubt about that. But let's stop with this nonsense that Kalani Sataki is the problem at BYU because he's not. And it's there's always going to be dysfunction behind the scenes, in, in my opinion. But if Jake Retzloff is the guy, 197 passing yards is not enough. And if if offensively you need to control the clock so that Ollie Gordon doesn't, give L.J. Martin the football. But I don't know. I didn't love what I saw from the wide receivers blocking. Certainly didn't love what I saw from the offensive line. Like, And now your season's over. You're 5-7, and seven and your first year in the Big 12? Here's the thing that I don't understand everybody in the Fire Kalani crowd. You won five games your first year out in the Big 12, and you had a legitimate shot. You had Oklahoma State on the ropes until the play calling in the second half went sideways. And in overtime, I didn't love some of the play calling I saw in overtime. But five and seven is very, very respectable. Out of BYU with a lack of talent, and you have to ramp up your depth chart, you're not firing Kalani Sataki. The guy, went. you went five and seven. And I agree with that.
0: I think the the thing that people are hating on is that you had 5 wins with with 5 games to go and you lost all 5.
1: Well, welcome to the Big 12 because you lost to Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, West Virginia and Texas. Those are 5 of the better teams in the conference. Mm-hmm. Sorry, West Virginia. You are uh, Neil Brown ain't getting fired anytime <laughs> soon. But...
0: You will not be saved. <laughs> how many West Virginia fans? How
1: many West Virginia fans were like, "Damn it." We won six games. Damn it. Yeah, where's my boy, Neil Brown, needs fired? We're going to a bowl game. This sucks. (laughs) Bro. No, it doesn't. Right? GTI, Brandon. Uh, Jay Hill was a huge score. Now we need the same in a new OC. A-Rod has to go. Totally agree with that. Agreed. Jim Choi, BYU needs to open up the big fat checkbook they got. Well, they don't have a big... I I think there's... Kalani Sataki is well paid, and I love my guy. I do. I think I've. It is no secret on this show. I have a lot of respect for Kalani. I am not convinced that cash comes easily. Like I, I, I look at this Texas A&M thing today. Did it, like they hire a coach today, and somehow his term sheet leaked. Legitimately, to a, a, a Texas AM reporter, his term sheet leaks. And, and you know what the biggest problem here is? It is that he only gets $11 million for his entire staff assistance, analysts, operations, recruiting, strength, and conditioning. He only gets $11 million. I don't know what Kalani and his staff make. BYU does not replace that or release that, excuse me. But you better be able to replace the offensive staff. And I don't know, is Jeff Grimes a guy that you're banging to rehire? If he wants to be the offensive line coach, sure, he's one of the best offensive line coaches of my generation. I would absolutely love to have Jeff Grimes back. Sure. Grimey's a great, but he's not an offensive coordinator that I'm looking to hire. The game is. And I, the thing I struggle with, and I think Kalani knows this. In fact, I know he does. He's a defensive guru. This game is dual threat quarterbacks that can throw while they're outside the pocket. And if they don't see it, they can run. But you have to have a quarterback whose first inclination is to throw the ball. And he runs to be able to throw. And if you're going to give me 12 yards of green space in front of me, I'm going to take off and use that. And Jake Retzloff is that guy. He is that guy, and I, I don't have any problem with him as the starting quarterback next year. You need better offensive line play. You need better offensive line talent. And I hope, and Cody Epps said he's coming back, I hope that's the facts. I hope that's the case. I love that kid. You've got to learn to build an offense that will leverage the best talent you have. And they're not doing that at BYU. They're not. We can all sit here and talk about the fact that the depth chart is not what it needs to be. I'll grant you that. I completely agree. But where is the Tyler Batty fake punt on offense? Where's that creativity? Where is that that desire to be elite? Because when you throw a fake punt to Tyler Batty and he blows a dude up at at contact, that tells me you want to be elite. That tells me that this team plays hard for Kalani. What I don't understand is where is that creativity, ingenuity, and design in BYU's offense? Because... I know Kalani Sataki. It's in his head. He wants that. He embraces that. If you go to Kalani and you say, I have this idea, we da-da-da, let's go. He's going to
2: say yes. Do you know, I,
1: I and I don't know this to be fact, do you know how long they practice that Tyler Batty fake punt, I'm guessing it's months. Months and months and months. Nobody had ever seen it. Nobody had ever heard about it.
0: And that's why it was so effective. And because he's got stones to call it.
1: And he said yes. And it, it put them in a great spot. The bottom line is this offense is talented enough. It's not well executed. Their details are missing. And I just cannot continue to pound that point home enough. The miss throws, the miscommunication, guy breaks
0: in, balls thrown out. Like it's, it's last night. There's too much of that. It's last night with Josh Allen, right? Yes. Hey, throw that should that should have been a touchdown but because you and your guy are not on the same page it's not a touchdown and that's probably happening what 7 8 times a game at least for BYU and in in just at a a core level i'm a huge believer put your best player in position to make a play yes just keep it simple right yep. so hey it, it's like neil brown needs to be fired's you know philosophy we're going to run the hell out of the football
1: like i i look at a kid like Lake brown who is a receiver at usc who's in the portal Find somebody who knows him. Have, Cody Epps is from Los Angeles, Southern California. Get on the phone. Get on the phone. And I swear if one more person tells me, well, bro, you got to be Mormon. Jake <laughs> Retzloff is Jewish, friends. No, nobody. Keaton Slovis is not LDS. God bless. You don't have to be LDS to play at BYU. Is it a different lifestyle? Yes. Do you have to abide by the honor code? Yes. Can you have sex with a bunch of girls like your
2: Josh (laughs) Kidd? No, you cannot.
0: Wow, dude! Wow, wow!
1: Too soon. (laughs) Anyway, my point is, yo, uh, you can go and get go. You well, they can't get Rayleigh Brown. How do you know? He's not coming here. How do you know? Dave's in opposition. Are you going to call him? No. Well, yeah, you better. You better. You better, and you better be trying to upgrade the quarterback. If you don't call Will Howard, you're a fool. Call Will Howard. Hello,
2: we are not available now.
1: Is there a better fit for BYU than a, a clean cut white guy, a quarterback who can <laughs> throw the ball all over the field? But I'm serious. I'm serious. Isn't that what
0: Keaton is? Yes. No, he, he's not accurate enough. But Michael. Well, my... <laughs> he was accurate enough to win you the first five, uh, apparently, not yeah. accurate enough to win you one more. You. you
2: Let's talk about I'm a good listener.
1: Use the mentality that allowed you to call the Tyler Batty fake punt and call Ray Leak (laughs) Brown. It ain't
0: rocket science. Call Ray Leak. Can I get a t shirt, please? Yes. Call Ray Leak.
1: (laughs) Main event. BYU only won two conference games in year one in the Big 12. I think it's fantastic. Keep it real. Was this not a
0: good season? Wait, and I'm I'm being serious. I, I, look, I understand why people are frustrated about how you end of the year. I I mean, I I I'm even inclined, in my opinion, to say it's inexcusable, even with the level of competition you're facing to go 0-5 down the year. That's just not acceptable. I, 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 and it stings more because you had to go 1-4 to be bowl eligible. That's what I think BYU fans all pissed off about. But the reality is, you had you you were never in the Texas game. You were never, you know. Sure, the score says you were in the Oklahoma game, but they should have always beat you. Always, always, every day, twice on Sunday. I don't give a damn who but, says what. But like, what do
1: all these, what do all those points mean? This team didn't quit. This mm-mm. team didn't roll over. This team didn't say oh, it's Oklahoma. They we're did getting five our ass wins
0: kick. with that garbage play calling, man. We're,
1: we're getting our ass kicked. We're just going to roll over because there's a lot of teams out there who did that. Go see Dana Hogerson in in his his situation. Go see Dave Aranda at Baylor. Go go see Texas A&M. Go see Mississippi State. Go on. Go look at them. Because there's a lot of teams out there who did that. And BYU is not one of them. Kalani Satake is not the
0: problem in Provo. And I think BYU fan, with all due respect, does this too much. Because it's every year. Every single year. Every single year we get the fire Kalani parade that happens after the year. And every single year when we start the new year with a new coordinator on either side of the ball, BYU fan thinks they're going to the playoff. You guys got to be more level-headed about it. Just come to the middle a bit.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. And and, uh, listen, uh, what do I tell you every day? I tell you I'm excited to go home and go to trydaytrading.com and get my trading night started. And I absolutely am. Hour number two of the Monty Show presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. You guys, go get the $10 30-day trial membership. It will absolutely change your life. It's $10 It goes to charity, so it's a tax write-off. And you get 30 days to play with their entire program. You get elite coaching in that 30 days. They give you all their, their proprietary software, their processes, their indicators. They teach you how to make a boatload of cash day trading, and I'm telling you, it's an addiction. I love it. Cannot wait. Mrs. Monty's fired up about it. We were in Hawaii. Last week, as you know, we were in Hawaii all week, and what were Mrs. Monte and I talking about one morning? Man, day trading, and it's legitimate. My wife is now telling me, because we were talking about over the the last week how we can make more money, um, because we're the people that we're trying to pay off our house early, we're trying to pay our cars off early, we're trying to be zero debt, and so we were talking about, hey, we're in a really good spot, but we could be in a better spot. And she said, cause I said, you know, one of the things I've talked about is becoming um, a, a male model. And, you know, cause there's a big market to model gloves. And she said, you no, bash? you don't need to do that. We need to focus on tridaytrading.com and learn it and learn it well so that we can make a living on Tri-Day Trading. And she's absolutely right. It'll pay off your house early. It'll pay off your cars early. It'll send you on those vacations you've always dreamed of. It'll get you fit for PXG golf clubs. It'll do all of the things that you said to yourself. I can't afford that. And in this holiday season, here's the question I would ask you. If you're the guy that's like, man, I wish I could get my kid that GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip. It's just that far out of my reach hey, I wish I could get my kid that e-bike he's really wanted. He really wants that e-bike. I just can't afford it. All his friends down the street have it. I don't. I can't afford it. And you feel bad about it. Your car's broken down or, hey, maybe you lost your job. Stop trying to fight yourself. You're not a bad person. You need to make a good decision. Go to TridayTrading.com. Get yourself a $10 30-day trial membership. It's less than the cost of a fast food meal. For 30 days to change your life. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show. What's up, everybody? Glad you're here. Let's read your comments now. How about OG Gary? That is a bet. Super chicks on me, boys. Congratulations to whoever wins the Vegas trip. Well, (gasps) it's funny. And I I can't announce it today. We're going to announce it tomorrow. Because the guy who won doesn't want to go to Vegas. He wants to go to Dallas. Hey, you start talking shit. So we may have to change something. And I'm open. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm flexible. You don't want to see the Raiders? You want to see the Big 12 championship game? We'll talk about that. But, yeah, we'll announce that winner tomorrow. Uh, Bacavo, Juicy, get Mrs. Monty some as well. Amen to that. We had – what was the bet? Juicy, Wasn't it the – Utah to cover you against were ne- you-
0: Arizona. No,
1: it wasn't against Arizona. Nope. First, No, it was against the Fighting Fafitas. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Sorry. The fighting for fetus, otherwise, known, otherwise known as Arizona. The you Arizona, them broke ass boys in Tucson. Tech 10. Right?
0: Yeah, nice budget, dude.
1: I had a good week. I made a lot of people. I cannot tell you how many DMs I didn't check in Hawaii because I, I was unplugged during our week in Hawaii. I did not use my phone. In fact, I left my phone at the resort almost every day.
0: Did that feel good or was that weird?
1: No, it felt great. Yeah. It felt great. Yeah. And the thing that, cause I have a, uh, an Apple watch ultra, so it has LTE on it. It's a cell phone. So I didn't miss a text or a call, but I was not mindlessly scrolling. It was a, we took a drive up the coast to look at these big waves. It was the, the best thing that I've ever done. If you go to Hawaii, you've got to get out and explore. The Dole pineapple plantation was one of the best things that I've done since I since all in all the years I went to Hawaii <clears throat> chocolate covered Dole whip saw how they plant pineapples. Like it was amazing. Um, Going up and looking at the big surf, just driving up the West coast. There was so much surf. We couldn't get in the water in Hawaii. Imagine that. I was bummed we couldn't go snorkeling, but just watching all the big waves and all the big wave surfers. Amazing. Unplugged from my phone. I got back on Twitter, had like, and I'm not even exaggerating, like 20, 25 DMs. Hey, great call on Arizona was a big one. A lot of people cashed on Arizona.
0: Yeah, you got
1: so, that. The fighting Fafita's,
0: man. Dude's I'm for real. You. Dude's for real, and you deserve a lot of credit. You've been saying that. I don't know which week it was that he first got his first chance, but yep. you've been saying it since he rolled out. Jaden Delora, huh? Nah, Noah Fafita. Uh
1: big blue horses. A new member. Let's go, baby. Strong start to Let's the week. Let's go, baby. Good to see you, Ryan Willie. A member for three months. This does not vindicate you uh michigan in my opinion michigan is dirty oh they are but in the michigan ohio state conversation michigan got vindication because ohio state fans for months and months and months ran out well you only beat us because you stole our signs we're a better team than you whatever turns out not because again i'll just say if you didn't change your signs and if you're going to run this out that michigan cheated that's why they beat you wrong they beat your ass they didn't just beat you on the field. They beat your ass. They Ugh. they ran you over. You could not tackle. <laughs> and I can't say it. I can't say it normally. The, the Balake Corum. yeah, Balake Quorum, the king of Hoovers. Vikings are my thing. You couldn't tackle him. You could not cover the tight end. Your quarterback couldn't make a throw when he needed to make a throw. That's why you lost.
0: And don't run this garbage out about how. That was an interception in the end zone. It was. It was. Mm. Oh, that's right.
1: It wasn't because they, they
0: the ball reviewed crossed it. The the line they, No,
1: No, he didn't have possession of it. In my opinion, in the Michigan-Ohio State game, receiver has the football, loses possession of it, and the Ohio State player comes away with it. Should have been an interception and a touchback in the end zone, in my opinion. They ruled that he never lost possession, and what they said is – The the ruling on the field stands. They did not confirm it. There wasn't enough visual evidence. But it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Ohio State, you had opportunities to win that game and you couldn't because you're not talented enough. That's the plain and simple point. And this nonsense about Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr. needs to learn to, to play harder. He needs to understand that talent's not enough. You need to run the route the way it's supposed to be run. One of those near interceptions, Marvin Harrison ran an out, and that ball was clearly thrown as an in. And and I thought they did a great job on Fox talking about it, even though I hate Gus Johnson and I think he's a Michigan homer. I can't stand listening to him call a game. But they they ran several things at the half on that, where they showed that that route was an in route 99% of the time. And Marvin Harrison just kind of turned and – Oh, it's an in route. And that the,
0: how is, it's the old saying, right? Hard work work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard and he wasn't working hard. And, and I I am a big proponent, just like we said about BYU, that Ohio state needs to take more shots. Did you really think you were going to go to the big house and not, and not have to have probably what five downfield shots to win that ball game? What is the point of having four three burner speed on the outside if you're not going to use it? I don't know. What like what are we doing? Uh, Expedition
1: Greg, what's up, guys? Good to see you back. A member for two months. Appreciate you, Aaron Wilson. A member for eight months. Let's go, baby. Love you. Let's go. Welcome back, boys. Hope y'all had a great time in Hawaii. them. Pew pew. Mm-hmm. Pretty good couple of weeks for Texas Tech, though. You you would have to you would have to agree. Now, it's not awesome that you you finish six and six, but hey. you finish six and Joey six. Joey
0: saved his ass, dude.
1: That UCF win was clutch. Saved
0: now, his ass. Now,
2: uh,
1: anybody want to talk about the quality of Texas? No. <laughs> hmm. How'd that work out?
4: Yeah, I'm not talking about
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, you know.
4: Yeah, we're not making any changes.
1: Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Casey <laughs> Anthony got away with it for $5. Jim Harbaugh's suspension gave the Michigan players something to rally around, so this actually benefits Michigan's pursuit of the college football playoff crown. Don't disagree at all. it be America's team. Don't disagree at all. Lance Johnson for $5. I think every team that lost their rivalry game should fire their coach so they can be hired by another team. Well, I mean. You know. Is Ryan Day a good football coach?
0: Yes. Yes. Let's not go too far with it. Is he a good football coach? Yes. Is he a national championship winner? No. No, he's not. He does not contend for natties regularly. You're paying the guy 10 million bucks. Yeah, which is really a budget buy for Ohio State with how how much money they make. I mean, that's really not a lot of money. I I get it. But this is a guy who's been
1: in your program for eight years. Mm Mm-hmm. And he obviously under urban, you know, I'm sorry, under who Pervin liar. Thank you. Thank you. I, I I don't think he's the guy. And I heard a really interesting comparison. He's Lloyd Carr. He's Ohio state's Lloyd Carr. And I think that's a very good comparison. He's good. He's not great. And he's never going to be elite. Three
0: college football playoff appearances. And what does that mean? That you made the school money, but you didn't win anything. That's what it means. And, and that's what, and this is the age-old question that I always come back to with these guys, man. Like, they're only, you know, what? The Sabinator, certainly Kirby, and five years ago, I would have said Dabo, but I'm not saying Dabo anymore because he hasn't won enough since then. You can't get blown
1: up by Bama and call that a... Uh, man, but we made it to the national... No, you didn't. You... You played a scrimmage. Oh, you played a scrimmage. That's what you did. But and I think it's, that's
0: the question: is it, 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 when with these coaches in college football, especially with the portal now, because I think it's a huge part of the coaching <clears throat> conversation. W- what is the the standard for being elite? Because I I maintain you have to win
1: multiple national championships. Okay,
0: well then, Saban and Ker, uh, Kirby are the only ones who are elite. Then, and we got to find another Dabo? word for no. dab is not elite. Okay. not elite now has he won one yeah he has but I think Dabo however much of a red ass he wants to be about the transfer portal the reality is that's today's college football man you're either gonna get on the train or you're gonna be at, at home on the couch
1: yep I don't disagree with that at all uh Brian Legirary, how are you Brian after beating two top 10 teams without their head coach you can miss me on sign stealing being a competitive you can miss me on sign stealing being a competitive advantage and this has greatly diminished it. What do you mean? Yeah. Can we just
0: simplify what you're trying to say? I
1: think here's the problem. You didn't suspend Jim Harbaugh. You didn't because Sharon Moore had three hours without contact if they did it the way they were supposed to. But are you really telling me that letting the guy coach and travel with the team? That was some kind of major suspension. We traveled with the team and you're telling me this is some major to do.
0: And they were at some huge
1: disadvantage and he only missed the hours during the game. Could not be at the stadium during the game. That's not a suspension. Come on. Yeah. I, I think don't get me started. Uh, Casey Anthony got away with it for $2. Arch Manning fanboys are jagoffs. Thank you. It's about damn Thank time, you. dude. It's Way to be on time. brand. Let's go. Uh, Lance Johnson asked Spencer Sanders how the portal worked out for him. My God. Was Spencer Sanders ever a solution for anybody? No. I mean, you miss him in in Stillwater. There's no doubt about that. Do you, though? You're going to the championship oh. game, dude. Oh, there's no. They. I think they could have won the conference championship if they'd have had a quarterback.
0: Okay. Well, that's fine. That's fine, but but the reality is you're still in that game. You're going to lose that game, but you're still in that game. In what game? The
1: Big 12 championship game. Sure, and I think they'd be far more in it if Spencer Sanders was their starting quarterback. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. No doubt. Uh, Matt Ritson, Notre Dame won big over Stanford last game on Pac-12 Network. They did. Notre Dame, our mother. Yes, they are. Another guy who's just not good enough to be the head coach at the school where he's at. Mm-hmm. Net neutrality for $2. Huskies are begging to be knocked out of the top four. Well, and this is the Florida State argument. Is Florida State worthy of a college football playoff spot without without Travis?
0: I don't think so.
1: But I don't it, because, and I think a lot of people don't understand this. Players absolutely matter. They factor in injuries all the time. And I want to also remind you how the college football playoff is structured. It's not secret ballot or a computer formula. Yeah, this isn't Michigan. It's a bunch of of humans sitting around a table arguing with each other. That's how they will determine the top four in the college football playoff. It's human beings making cases for schools.
0: And I love that. Well, I love that that's Jordan how it is.
1: Travis, he's hurt, He can't, I mean, Florida State. Well, 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 you know, Michigan, they cheated. And, you know, that's how this goes. So I think I think FSU is in a really bad spot. I think Oregon, if Oregon wins that game, you've got to put them in.
0: Oh, there's two things. You're a college football playoff team, and it cements Bo Nix as the Heisman Trophy winner. I think if you go out. I would agree. You win that ball game. You put your team into the college football playoff. You've got everything you need. to to win the Heisman at that point. At that point, you're you're sitting here saying, hey, Bo Nix led his team to the promised land. Bo Nix should win the Heisman anyway. I agree. Jane
1: Daniels is a hell of a quarterback. Bo Nix should win the Heisman. LSU lost big games. Oregon is not.
0: I agree with what everyone's saying. How are you going to give the guy the Heisman with three losses? How's that work?
1: I don't know. I don't know. And the guy needs to eat some carbs. Uh, And Donuts says Mahalo.
2: Eight months. Well done. Let's go.
1: Appreciate that. Uh, Midnight Magic Musings is a member of
2: the program. Let's go, baby. Let's
1: go. Brandon Butler gives
2: five memberships.
1: Nice. Nah, pick him up. Let's go. Aaron Wilson gives a membership.
2: Wear it out. Let's go.
1: I appreciate you. Why is Sacramento State University calling my phone right now? Maybe Woo. they want you to coach the team. Maybe, dude. maybe they do. Uh, Ryan Willie for five dollars. For the record, I'm not an Ohio State fan or a Michigan fan. I'm a Wisconsin fan that didn't buy all the Fickle hype. Well, I think Luke Fickle is the exact right guy for your gig. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Are, are Wisconsin fans really in a position where you're telling me that Luke Fickle, who finished five and four in conference and seven and five in his first season in the Big Ten, with a real lack of talent, and finished third in the West? Are you really telling me that because he lost and I have heard this a hundred times? Well, I lost three straight games, Monty. <laughs> okay, well, I get that. <laughs> I get that. the the Indiana loss, because Indiana's just not that good. That's not a high-profile job, in my opinion. Because it's garbage. I, I it's you're not, you're in the Big Ten, but you're congratulations on that paycheck, dude. <laughs> Can't wait for basketball season.
0: Fickle knows what it
1: is. <laughs> what is Indiana uh, football's what is Indiana University of football? Their their slogan. Like, Notre Dame is play like a champion today. Indiana is can't wait for basketball season. Right? I mean, like, you're you're um. I'm being a jerk. But I think you had you had some some great moments. I mean, the win at Purdue certainly was a highlight. Um, beating Rutgers, it, 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 that was really it. I mean, you know. Uh, the win at Minnesota was was not good, considering they were three and six. But Luke Fickle's the right guy. He can recruit, and he will build that program. He will build that program, and, and I I just think that you give him time. Got to give him time. Give him you don't time, hire man. Luke Fickle to win a national championship with not very talented players. Give him time. Uh, Sean Jenkins, Iowa State, a dark horse next season in the Big Twelve. Certainly, I mean they had one of the best. Stories of the year. Nobody had Iowa State. I didn't. I absolutely didn't. Gumby fresh out. This man. This man ate my son is his avatar. Okay. I'm a man. That feels awkward. Indiana's a solid Big Ten football team. Said no one ever. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lopes fan. Gabe says like button casuals. Thank you. I appreciate that. We have uh, 3000 views today and only 87 likes. Yeah, let's go. Come on. Hit the like button. It really helps the channel grow. If you have not, Uh, that would be very much appreciated. I appreciate everybody who hits the like button and subscribes uh, to the program. That is always uh, very much appreciated. Um, (laughs) I'm reading the, the transcript voicemail from Sacramento state. Um, I haven't lived in Sacramento since two thousand and five, mm-hmm. and they're telling me that I'm a valued Sacramento County resident.
2: That's fucking interesting, man. yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> I do you dial the right number, homie? Cause yeah, I'm not I'm not, you know, um, but yeah, I think I think Iowa State is one of the is one of the very interesting programs in the big the
0: problem 12. is is that both of these conferences are going to change drastically. Big 10 and the big 12 are going to be way different next year. And I think it's for the better in the big picture, but Indiana is not winning five games next year. Sorry, that ain't happening. You know, you're, you're picking up, uh, what? And And I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm assuming that Oregon and, you know, all the West coast teams would be in the West. Right. I mean, is that right They're I'm just. But I'm just assuming they don't geographically. Move. They don't
1: physically move the university, so they remain in the West.
0: Wait, so Utah's staying up on the hill? They're not moving to Stillwater? N- n- wh- no. No. Oh damn. See. See what I'm <laughs> saying. Um, I
1: think it's very interesting to see how all of these how all these coaching vacancies play out. Mm-hmm. I am. I think one of the the great rumors um is John Gruden to Indiana. And I could actually see that. Why why would we hate that? It's just so random. But he wants to get back in. I want better
2: fucking execution.
1: Right? He wants to get back in. Sure he does. Would you let your would you let your kid play for John Gruden at Indiana football? Are we clear on that?
0: I would. Yeah, I mean, if they're not good enough to play for somebody else, sure,
1: I would. Like, I think one of the other interesting names at Boise State is is Bronco Mendenhall. Mm-hmm. Bronco's a free agent. That
0: is a good fit.
1: I think Bronco Mendenhall at Boise State would be phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm interested to see. Like the Oregon State job is going to be a very interesting candidacy. Who's going to be the next guy at Oregon State? Because and, yeah. you're gonna, you're not gonna have a an AQ to the college football playoff. You are not going to have strength of schedule on your side. It's gonna be a very difficult role, and it, I think it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. But I think there's going to be some very creative and interesting names uh, coming down the pipe here, w- without a doubt. Uh, gone to Texas. SMU spent the money playing for the conference championship. Hey. But, and I talk about this every time SMU comes up and I understand you guys don't own Dallas County or Dallas
0: County boy and Fort Worth.
1: (laughs) You know, you've had all this money. You've never won anything. Um, why, why? But the collective, that's the thing that's amazing to me. And I, I totally understand that now it's like, oh man. Hey, SMU is, is and SMU had a, had a great season. They are, it, it, you know, I, I'm here for the, the, the Tulane matchup. I think Tulane is, that's going to be a hell of a game. Where has this been? Where has it been? Cause there you lost to Oklahoma and TCU and neither game was that close. If we're being honest. I think it's gonna be interesting to see. I, I think it'd be a great story if SMU wins that championship. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Nate Simons, a member of the program. Let's go, baby. appreciate you, Nate. Thank you for joining uh, all of our members. I appreciate you guys very much. Uh Tanner Plummer. How about Eagle fans getting into it with more players and saying horrendous things about their families? <clears throat> Indiana Jones has a better brand than Indiana football by far.
0: I'm getting a DM from a certain individual in our members-only group that Please said... Please don't. I didn't see your comment. I haven't. I'm sorry. I apologize no, that's, a, that's actually not what it is. And oh, this okay. person's a Michigan supporter. Oh, fuck. Give it to me straight. Pause. If I still had eligibility, would I have won? If I still had eligibility, would I have won? This is our friend. Oh, but- Gary. Gary, who lost his eligibility and had to pay us as part of the opportunity. No, he, you would not, you have would won. not have won dude. You would not have. What do you think this is Michigan? No, we don't, we don't shortcut our way to victories here, sir.
1: Yeah. We have a
0: process.
1: My guy who won. And <laughs> there's some, this is the individual who won is, is, is not the most normal of cats on the planet. <laughs> With all due respect. What's up, big bro? And he, 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 and there are some people who are going to be upset about it because um, he
2: kind of crossed boundaries.
1: Um, he sent some family in to see our friends at Sound Sleep Medical.
2: I'm for real. Now he wants tickets to the Big 12 Championship <laughs> game.
1: <laughs> and mm, I mm. mean, I'll be honest with you, if you want to go to the Big 12 championship game instead of spending a weekend in Vegas, that's up to you, man. But hey, everybody is outraged. I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. Tanner Plummer heard a report that Bronco all might go to Boise State. Crazy if that happens. I've heard that many times. I've heard Bronco to Boise and to Oregon State, but I don't think he would take the Oregon State job.
2: So-called experts.
1: I don't know Bronco personally, but having covered him for so many years, I Bronco wants to win. Mm-hmm. He is a fierce competitor. But
0: that's the thing with the Oregon State job. You can still win. It's not as though because you don't have the AQ, you can't get to the playoff. The but, issue is gonna be you got to be a big enough brand as a coach to recruit. And I don't I don't
1: know how their recruiting is
0: gonna go. Mm. I don't.
1: Jim Choi, uh John Gruden told Indiana Hill coach for free. I'm sure, he didn't. Uh, Arizona may be a Big 12 contender next year if they can afford to
0: travel. I still cannot believe Did that. You, Jed Fish, I was going to bring this up. When we were talking about Kalani. Yep. Jed Fish at his presser today said before any contract extension, before he signs any extension, he's got to make sure that all his people in the coaching pool get raises. Yeah.
1: So he's doing it the right way. I saw it. the problem is, and if you guys don't know the story real quick, Arizona has a $240 million shortfall. Because there was an accounting mistake. Oh, what are you talking about, man? They thought they had $240 million more than they have. Um, And it's because they lost so much money during the COVID period, and they have not been able to turn fans out at their venues. So they're not selling tickets. They're not selling hot dogs and beers and shirts and parking and... So let me get this right. You're a player's program and your fans don't show up to support you. That's the reality of it. Oh. So they had been, because they weren't making money on their acad- a- athletics, they were using academic money, their daily cash on hand. And there was an accounting error allegedly, because I'm not buying, you know. Like, like, are you telling me that Charisse in accounting made a mistake with a decimal point, and all of a sudden you can't afford, you know, Tostino's Pizza Puffs for the football team? Because they're talking about they're going to have to cut many sports out of the athletic department at Arizona.
0: It's bad. Like,
2: so
1: and it's like rolling. Title
0: Nine,
2: bro.
1: Title Nine, when you have, does not cover budget shortfalls.
0: No redos.
1: You have to have equal. Opportunities. That does not mean I have to have six men's sports and six women's sports. It's not what that means. It's not what that means. It's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. Scott of Greywater watch. Will FSU beat Louisville? I don't think so. Louisville's awfully good, you guys. And if you look at the, have you guys seen the line on the FSU Louisville game? Uh, It's only four and a half. It's only four and a half in the championship game and look at the number mm-hmm. 51 and a
0: half. How, that was the thing that stood out to me. So you, you, so you're saying that you don't believe in Florida state and it's going to be a higher scoring game. Mm. So basically what you're saying is the first one of 35 points is going to be chicken dinner here. That's what it feels like. I mean,
1: you, you look at the way that, that Louisville got to seven and one, that one loss, that pick game. How do you explain that? That pick game? I don't know. I mean the 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 Kentucky game. And then how did Stoops not take that job?
0: I I give him credit for owning it at least. Elk so wait.
1: So you guys know what I'm talking about. The head coach at Kentucky wanted to take the job at Texas A&M. Allegedly, Texas A&M floated the idea out there to sources on social media. And the Texas A&M fan base lost their ever-loving mind. And they were like, we're not hiring a Stoops unless it's Bob. And all of a sudden, yeah, that that did not work out so well. And at the end of the day, Mark Stoops goes back to Kentucky and Mike Elko leaves Duke to go to Texas A&M. You know. And Mike Elko's a better hire than Mark Stoops? In what world are you living?
0: I think he's the best tire they could get.
1: Well, based on the contract that we we showed you earlier, I mean, I I don't I don't even disagree with that. He's he's gonna make seven million dollars, which is respectable. It's not the 10 million that Lloyd Carr is making in Ohio, or excuse me, Ryan Day. I'm riding with that. <laughs> Ryan Day is Lloyd Carr. But look at how you want to make any money, you got to win a national championship. And I don't see you doing that ever at Texas A and M.
0: Yeah, but I think if you're Elko, A and M's a better job than Duke. Duke is too small time in football to really make a splash. And I well, think he's got
1: roots there and a history there. And I, t- listen, I totally get it. Right, I get it. Right. This hire does not excite me if I'm an A and M fan.
0: Certainly not. Certainly not. Come on. But, but from Elko's side of it, I, I, I kind of get it if I'm him, like. Hey, I'm going to like at least with AM, that's like a that's like a big job for Elko. It's not a huge job right now, but when AM is good, dude, when when Johnny was there, that was the program. Yeah. We remember that time. Now, I'm not saying Elko's gonna gonna do that, but what I am saying is that if you can be the guy that begins to change the tide for AM, you're gonna be a legend there. All you gotta do is go out. Be bowl eligible in year one, and recruit your ass off. That's what you got to do.
1: Talking Josh Giddy and OKC coming up here in about 23 minutes. If you don't know that story, it's not one you want to miss. Gumby fresh out. Friends don't let their friends' kids play for Indiana football.
0: I would not allow my kid to play for Buddy. I'm sorry. For John Gruden? I would not. Oh, I would. You can't do it. He John Gruden,
1: Did he? It, does he look like a horrendous racist? Yeah, but am I going to hold those emails to him. I like I, that's whole situation is weird,
0: dude. If your kid's good enough, to play at Indiana. he's good enough. To play at a lot of programs.
1: Yeah. But how many, how many guys can put your kid in the NFL? Especially if you're a quarterback or a wide receiver, you don't want to play anywhere, but where John Gruden is. And if you're, if you're considering Indiana, you're not playing at Ohio state or Michigan, Colorado. you're not playing it. You're probably not playing at Colorado. Although Dion is losing. He's recruits having some tonight. issues. Yeah. But I think that Dion He's a portal guy, so I think he'll be fine. But if I, if my, if I'm, if my kid's a three star recruit, John Gruden can make him a five star player.
0: I agree with that. That's I, I think you have to I look agree. at that. I job. just think, dude, the optics are rough. They man. are, and I, I don't think he's going to get
1: that job. Let's not get carried away. I don't think
0: he's getting that job. It doesn't seem like a no doubt about it fit to me.
1: Uh, I would let my kid play for John Gruden at LSU. Jack Harrington says, <laughs> there you go. Uh I'm not going to read that Jim Joy even though I appreciate the comment. AR Liberty University probably goes undefeated but few have seen them play. I think Liberty's one of the great stories that nobody knows. What are they 12 and 0 I think. And nobody knows about it. Uh has the football world forgiven Gruden? No, well, not the NFL world. He'll never work in the NFL again. Never.
0: That'll Not never in happen. that way. I I think he's been He's been, you know, consultant guy now in around the league. He's he's been around a little bit, but he's never gonna be a head coach or even an assistant. No, I but
1: I think if you look at Jeff Levy, there's a very interesting, there's a very interesting hire at
0: Mississippi State. See now the difference is, I, I agree. The difference is is that Levy's situation is is opinion based. He's not out here in emails and all that the way Gruden was.
1: Yeah, and, and Art Briles... Being your father-in-law, I think that speaks to just how much, what's the right way to say this? How much respect Jeff Levy has around college football, because he's been around some great offensive minds, and he's going to have to hire defense, but that I think that's actually a good hire for them. Now, is Art Bryles going to be around? I hope not.
0: Yeah, that, that's difficult for me to say. It's a a good heart. So do you feel like so you feel like he got that job in at least some part because of art?
1: No, I feel like he didn't get that job, or he Art Briles did not prevent him from getting that job. Right. And if you hire Jeff Levy, I think you have to understand that Art Briles is going to be around your program, whether you want him to be or not, because he was at Oklahoma because you know, hey, that's my daughter. <laughs> well, what's the difference now at Mississippi State?
0: Because hey, that's
1: th- my daughter. Is she no longer your daughter because it's Mississippi State? Yeah, somehow I doubt that.
0: It blew over, too, in Oklahoma, right, after he did that and brought Art on the Because he CO'd apologized and... and then
1: stopped talking about it, unlike Michigan. Yeah,
0: certainly, yeah. That's certainly. the difference.
1: Yeah, uh, Scott of Greywater, Jimbo, LOL. Dude, they're going to pay him $20,000 a day not to coach. How bad are you? Just they're... put
0: that into perspective. $20,000 a day. Twenty dollars a day. Bro. not to coach your team. Jesus, how do you afford that? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know how you afford it. You you put Buddy's contract out on Twitter and show the world you're not paying him anything.
1: Uh, BS on three lost teams not winning the Heisman. It's been done three times. Heisman should be best player in college football. Yeah, Bo Nix. <laughs> right? Dude, uh, Gary... Not Hello? not the best team. Jaden is the best in college. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not.
0: He's not, dude.
1: Bo Nix is a far more developed player. Is Jaden Daniels really good? He is. You know what the problem is? He gets hit hard almost every time he runs.
0: If you go back and look at his tape, look at all the big hits he took. Dude. And so LSU fan is going to say, yeah, but he's still standing, and that's what makes him the best player.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ryan Willie for $5. Wisco's bowl streak will likely end next season with their brutal schedule. Bama, USC, Oregon, Penn State, and Iowa are bigger games on on the schedule. Yeah. You've got to recruit and develop talent. And you've got to get your ass in the portal. And I let's wait until spring ball's over. Let's wait until spring ball's over in Madison, and then we can have a conversation about it. Because I and I, Ryan, I understand why you and a lot of other fans of programs are doing this right now. Oh, we're screwed. Well, you're, you are you going to be the same team that you were this year? Well, then, yeah, Luke Fickle is a disaster at Wisconsin. But has Luke Fickle ever been the same guy every single year? No, his teams are always better.
0: I would agree with that. He's always shown improvement. Yes. And by the way, you could be Oregon State right now. Luke Fickle's a grower, not a shower. Damn.
1: Okay. Damn. Cock. Well, he grows and and then
0: he n- never mind. We're not talking about giddy yet, dude. Settle down. You know. Settle down. Yeah. Relax.
1: Because it's illegal. SMU is Dallas. Not Tanner Plummer says exactly. Uh, phenomenal Hebrew. What's up, man? Uh, I would love John Gruden at Penn State. It's time for mediocre James to be removed to services no longer needed.
0: What's the difference between James Franklin and Ryan Day today? Hebrew? Nothing. There is no difference. They're the same guy. They're
1: Lloyd Carr. I I, Dude, and, you are and, all over that. But you don't even know who Lloyd Carr is. Listen, if you are, and across the board, look at the mediocre coaches, and I know there's a lot of them. What was Lloyd Carr? Good enough, got you to that point, but ah, I got to share that championship. Right? He was never going to be Bo. And Ryan Day's never going to be Pervin Liar, ever. Right? And the Fighting Paternos, thankfully, Franklin's never going to be Joe Pa. But you're just going to hang on to the guy? There's Look, not I'm... a better replacement. And for everybody who lips, rips Lincoln Riley, the guy fired his defensive coordinator and is making wholesale changes. Mm hmm after one bad season that wasn't actually that bad well wow. but the expectations USC's up here Penn State well if Ohio State's here Penn State's
2: nobody's probably different than what you're thinking though
1: James Franklin doesn't beat Michigan or Ohio State ever <laughs> right like that just doesn't happen it doesn't happen. And that's you know that when you say Saquon's
0: him. not walking through that door anytime
1: soon, Slick. Yeah, neither is Micah Parsons. Like they're they're a talented team, but uh, and I know I and maybe it was the, we had a lot of Penn State fans who used to listen to the show before they came to the realization that not only am I good looking, but I actually know college football.
0: I know Risa.
1: And I, what was I? What did I tell you about your crappy little pathetic quarterback? <clears throat> Probably too much. Probably too much. Admittedly, I that was
0: over the top. I show the schemers <laughs> what the real world is. <laughs> I show the schemers how shitty Drew Aller really is. <laughs> <laughs> because it's garbage.
1: <laughs> right? But if you look at if you look at Drew, they're like, oh, 24 touchdowns only, or 23 touchdowns, only one interception. Stay hard. That's great news. Wow. Great job losing all those wow. games. Wow. How did you like that 10 of 22 for like 70 yards against Michigan? Holy cow. Woo! Uh wow. A lot. Man. And you know, thankfully it got a lot better against Rutgers cuz he threw for nine more yards. Congratulations, <laughs> Drew. Way to go and then you broke off Michigan State for 292, which really broke off Michigan State's probably not the way we want to go, but my point is <laughs> Drew, (laughs) is Drew Aller like the guy, like you're not hanging your hat on that guy. Oh, but, but James Franklin is James Franklin is, and that's why you're James Franklin and you're not good. You're not good. Correct. You're seven and two. Oh, but we won 10 games, Monty. Yeah, the problem is you lost two, and it was Ohio State and Michigan. How's that division looking? That's wind the
0: clock's back a year. Oh,
1: that's right. You lost last Same year, thing. too. Same thing. Mm. Same thing, right? Like, I, I mean, are you have you are you ever gonna win the East?
2: When the pretty. Well, Oregon's
1: coming in. Yeah, they're probably gonna be in the West. Well, maybe we can get well. You're not better than Oregon and Washington.
0: You're not. Will Howard be damned. Right?
1: You lost the only two games that matter at Ohio State, and at Michigan. Oh, wait, that's right. The Michigan game was was in, in Sanduskyville. No, so, no, 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 no. Do it. Happy Ending Valley. I was trying not to say that. <laughs> I had a, my guy, Gerald, got so mad that I used to, used to call it Happy Ending Valley. And just, it's who you are. You're Penn State. The Fighting <laughs> Paternos. The CAC. Right? I mean, you make Jim Harbaugh look like he's got 50-50 vision with those Coke bottles, I don't Joe Pops. Rules. Like, are you kidding me right Come now? Come on, guy. Dakota Tubbs. Oh, boy, Dakota Tubbs. He he took his life in his hands last night when he was talking crap about my about my guy in the sip. <laughs> we had a pretty good back and forth, and then he told me I don't watch college football.
4: <laughs> well, that's the issue, isn't it? <laughs>
1: You guys
2: don't even watch jazz games, do
1: you? Yeah. What are you, a jazz fan? <laughs> Talking of trading Rudy Gobert and Donovan
2: Mitchell? Do you guys even watch jazz games? I sifted through all that.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, Dakota.
2: And then
0: we bro hashed it out, dude. The comment, what? You did not just say that. Yeah, I did, bro. That's why I forgive him. Because those are, are you amazing. Hitting
1: me?
2: Honestly, that's our stroking guys. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Now you're probably over the top. Now you know. Um, Alan Olive, Penn State number three in the east. Thank you. I had Man, no idea.
0: Being number three is
1: just incredible. 1939 national. <laughs> Stop DMing me.
2: <laughs> Stop it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did.
1: Tech is the third best job in Texas, but still a top 15 job in the country. No, no, no. Okay. Well, I know that you know Dave Aranda's got the best job in Texas because apparently at, at Baylor, you can never get fired.
0: You have a deal,
1: it's never <laughs> my fault, it's Grimy's fault. Get his ass out of here. How did Dave Aranda <laughs> wait? I'm sorry, that was a joke that was serious. Dave Aranda's lost... not
0: being fired. Listen, guys, listen, I should keep my job because we lost to a guy at Utah who already hopped in the portal. It's not my fault. He was just showing out when he ran his ass off against us all, for all those yards. Come on. Come on. I'm fine. I'll fire a bunch of people. It'll be fine. We'll, we got rid of our mediocre-ass quarterback who doesn't like to answer questions at Big 12 Media Day. It's fine. And I, there's another year of mediocrity coming.
1: I And this is just my opinion. This is my opinion. I think... Dave Aranda is a hell of a nice guy who should be coordinating somebody's defense, and he should not be a head coach. Should not. And when you look at your ball club, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I say this all the time. If Marcus Freeman can't count past ten, how can he possibly be a football coach?
0: Notre Dame, and our mother.
1: You may think I'm being a red ass about it, or or a, a, a gold ass, yeah, ass. It's got the long story. Anyway, um, my point is, my point is, Brett. you're the head coach at Notre Dame. You're playing Ohio State to the last millimeter, quite literally. And you can't count past 10 dudes on defense on the goal line?
4: Yeah, we're not make any changes.
1: And, and, and I, let's get crazy, because I, I know, I know. None of your dudes were like one, two, three, blues, clues, four, five. Like none of your guys were like, okay, 10 guys. Cool. We're good to go. Where's your dudes? It's counting plate. You have one player, every snap who counts how many dudes are in the huddle. And then you have another player. Usually who counts how many players are lined up on the field. I want more. And not once, (laughs) not twice. At least three times in the second half of critical games, they had 10 men on the field.
2: You have to check it before you wreck it.
1: At least 12, you're like, well, we really wanted to win the game, coach. (laughs) Okay, I can get down with that. You got 12 men on the field at the goal line? Okay, what are you going to do? You're going to penalize me half an inch? That's what your mom said. (laughs) Like, you're not right? Oh, what a loser. I'm sorry. We're at the one-yard line. You're going to penalize half the distance? Sure, go ahead. Guy. You can't put 10 guys on the field against one of the best teams you're going to face all year, yet he's still the coach at Notre Dame. Who does that? And we're going to be mediocre for the next five years because Marcus Freeman is still in. I would remind you, Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator at Notre – oh, wait, Alabama is busy developing next year's Heisman Trophy winner. Oh, God. Yet in South Bend, homie shaved his beard, and we were never the same football team. God bless. (sighs) it's remarkable. Don't don't. It's not funny. It hurts. It's it. It is funny, but it hurt. It it just is amazing to me that people are like, well, Dave Miranda. What? Look how shiny that head is. Are you kidding me? And he's such a nice guy.
0: Talk about a golden dumber.
1: Yeah. He's a nice guy who doesn't win. Ryan day. And this is the argument we'll have until he beats Michigan three years in a row, which once they fire Harbaugh might be possible. But my point is, Connor Stallions be damned. Ryan Day hasn't won in three years, the only game that matters every single year. Do you know what that's like these days? Hasn't won a college football play. He went to the championship game, and Nick Saban stepped on his back. He's an assassin. You got crushed by Alabama. Wasn't is, close. Is, is Ryan Day good enough at, at Ohio State? No. He's not
2: Nick Saban is a better man than
1: you are. And if you're a Texas A&M fan, you know, what's going to hurt you when you wake up tomorrow and you're like, oh, Mike Alco, that's the coach you could get. Ow. That's the coach. You could get. That's why you had a very mediocre Jimbo Fisher. That's why you have a not going to win Mike Elko. And I hope I'm wrong. But is, do you really think Mike Calco is a problem or Jimbo Fisher is the problem? Do you think Jimbo Fisher forgot how to coach games when he came no. to Texas A&M? Texas A&M is always going to be that program. You're never going to be Texas. Texas is the best program in the state. In my opinion, I think Texas Tech is the second best program in the state, followed closely by TCU. Then I think you're SMU, and then I think you're Baylor. But is Baylor willing to do anything to change that? No, they're going to hang on to Dave Aranda. So you're always going to be mid. Always you're going, you're bro. You're behind SMU right now.
2: Sorry folks. That's what it is.
1: Do you not get that? Do you not get that? Better job, Texas A&M or Baylor. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't know. Better head was, coach, I Mike was, Elko, Dave Aranda. Yeah. I don't know either.
0: I don't know. a and ms a better job, dude. It's a better job. Uh, is it a better job? Because mm, you're never you win,
1: getting cause... fired at Baylor, apparently.
0: Well, apparently. But when you win at AM, you're a big deal nationally. Hey, man. Are you? Yeah. Oh, we don't know because they never win at AM. Better send those refunds. They never win at
1: AM. RC Slocum? Slocum? I'm just asking. S- Slocum?
0: <laughs> I think I've hit it every time.
1: <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like Texas is not relevant.
0: No, they're not.
1: Oh, but we're going in the SEC. Congratulations. Missouri's more relevant than you are. Facts. Facts.
3: Absolutely. Like,
1: where if 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 we're if we're being brutally honest, look at the state of Texas, and then you tell me in the P in the world of P fives, who's the least relevant program in Texas? It's Baylor or AM. One of the two. Because TCU just went to the national championship. Texas is Texas, and you don't have to like it, but you're going to learn to love it because they're going to play for a national championship this year, in my opinion. Who's the most relevant team in Texas? It's the Texas Longhorns.
0: Who's the least relevant team? My guess is it's Texas A&M. Dude, you're forgetting about Abilene Christian. Come on.
3: I said FIFA.
0: I know. Just... What, and here's the other
1: question. What happens at UTSA? Because that's a guy that should have got the job, didn't. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You're, do you, is UTSA really that far behind Texas A&M and Baylor? I would say they're not that far behind.
0: I saw Houston on ESPN more than I saw those two. Houston, w- pending
1: coach. Mm-hmm. Pending coach. Because who is going to replace Dana? I think that's a really tough job, but it's a great job it is a it is a great job it is and i don't know if trailers a candidate for that job he probably should be but i think it is it is going to be very interesting that i think my other question is how long does willie fritz stay at tulane cuz that that all that dude does is win that's all he does and I think he's got a real opportunity there. And I'm curious who is going to... Just keep growing the program, dude. Because the other name, if, you are, if you're Baylor, you had better hope to God that Gary Patterson doesn't get the Houston job. Because I think he is... That, that cat is out for blood. I think he so desperately wants to save himself. I think he wants to save his career. It does need saving but who's going to be your offensive coordinator? Cause that's going to be the, that's going to be the question. I, I think that'll be very interesting. Uh, the Todd father Houston kind of sucks though.
0: Well, you, you're year one in the big 12, but we're talking about relevancy. We're not talking about who's the best team. We're talking about who's the bigger job. Cause I can make a case that Houston is more relevant. I think Houston's a great job, right? So Houston to me is more relevant than Baylor. I'm not saying they're a better team. I'm saying it's more relevant of a job. It's a better job than, than ba- And what we got going on here, man.
1: Tory Pines golf course calling my phone. Okay. I'm trying to get a tee time. All right. They're telling mm, certain people ain't going to play, but you know, I'll play by, I don't even mean, play by myself. Um, I think that Gary Patterson should be the guy at Houston. I that's who I would hire. I uh, but but again, I think it's all conjecture until it happens because I think if you truly are if you truly are the Houston Cougars, you have a chance to be are you more if Houston hires Jeff Trailer, are you more relevant than Baylor?
3: Mhm.
0: Yeah, cuz I I don't believe that Dave's going to go out and hire some five-star staff
1: no, it and it doesn't matter because he's the head coach. Blake Shapin's in the portal now. You got to go find a quarterback, right? And I I think that's a big one. I I think it's just I, it, man, that's a good job. Houston's a good job, and and it is desirable. And I think it'll be very interesting to see who 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 lets that play out.
0: There's absolutely opportunity there, and how all that plays out.
1: I will be very interested to see how how that plays out, Harry Austin. What's up, Harry? UTSA a better uh, better than Baylor and A I I I don't disagree with you. I I wasn't being a jerk when I asked that question.
0: I think that a lot of people are discounting how good A and M can be if you win. If you win, A and M can be this juggernaut publicly. They can they you're not going to win Natty's there, but you can be relevant. You can be in that conversation. But
1: what? But but again, here's my question though. When is the last time the Texas A and M was relevant? The you know day when. they the day they hired Jimbo. And I'm not I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. Jeff Trailer has done such a good job at UTSA in the city of San Antonio for crying out loud. If you're UTSA, can you pay him enough to stay? Probably not, because he should've got the A and M job, and he should, in my opinion, I'd I'd hire him at any Texas school that I, uh, he would have been my first call at AM. He'd be my first call at Houston. I'd already called him because you knew you were moving on. I'd, I'd have done a Craig counsel on him and hired him before you fired Dana. <laughs> I mean, I, I, and that's me being a Cubs red ass, but I, I'd have done that. I'd have done that. Gumby fresh it. out, um, says big red is greater than RC Cola. It's what's, what are you trying to, there's no doubt about that. Big Red is a far better product. Uh, Tanner Plummer, I hate to say it, but I feel like Texas Tech might be the least relevant P5 team in Texas. Completely disagree. I think this was one of the... I don't want to go too far. I, I haven't been this disappointed in a football team in a very long time. And again, I'm a Chicago Bears fan and a Notre Dame fan. I am incredibly disappointed in this version of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. And I
0: –
1: that's where I'll leave it.
0: Ball well, eligible.
1: Yeah. Well, but you, you now know your better quarterback was always the backup quarterback. We now know that your defensive play calling has been not great. Like, why were you not running the ball this way the entire season? Uh, it, you just, I don't, Joey's got a lot of proving to do. And if this happens again next year, I'd fire his ass midseason Cause this is not good enough. Texas tech has enough talent to be far, far better than they are. What? Eight wins. Nine. No, they had 10 win talent. Or at least we believed they did. Mm-hmm. But was Tyler Shuck ever that guy? No, we were talking about it at media day. He had a lot of proving to do. Did he he do it? He did not do it. And I think Baron Morton has been very, very good. That's a cat that I want to see develop and grow, and I want to see him – I want to see skill development. I want to see – his decision-making at his age is already really good. I need to see better mechanics. I need to see better recognition. I need to see – you know, pre-snap, that's where his biggest jump is going to be. I need him to show me that pre-snap he understands what the defense is trying to do to him. I need him to pop a buckshot before he goes out onto the field and say, "You know what, Cat? That Monty program was right when they told me that buckshot from Bucked Up at buckedup.com uh, is the best energy shot product on the market." Hour number three of the Monty Show, presented by our friends at buckedup.com. As always, buckedup.com, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. I tell you guys every day, "Hey man, we love our guys at Bucked Up. They're a small business that has grown into a behemoth." If you did not take advantage of their Black Friday and their their once a year sale, we gave you free promo codes for it. You guys, trust me, go get the promo code, Monty, get 20% off at checkout. If you're a weight room guy, if you're a workout guy, please use their pre-workouts. They're the best in the business, man. Hitting the gym five days a week, ready to rock and roll. I get eight hours of sleep, ready to pound the gym this morning. I'm telling you, it's because Buckshot helps me feel better. I did not have them last week in Hawaii, and I missed them. I absolutely missed them. I should have brought a box with me. I didn't. That was my fault. But I'm telling you, it makes a difference. Like I took one at 3:30, two and a half hours ago. I feel great, and it's because they use elite products to make elite, elite ingredients to make elite products that do exactly what they say they're going to do. Their pre workouts get you going. They have high stim, low stim. Their whey protein isolates the the best, absolutely the best, and their buckshot is the best. Because it's 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine. There it is right there. That is their uh, watermelon flavor. It's 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine. If you're one of our great Utah listeners going to any of their bucked up stores, tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free can of energy drink. They're going to hook you up, man. They always take care of those who, who take care of them. And when you're a customer of bucked up, I'm telling you, you'll never go back their products just work. BuckedUp.com, use the promo code monty 20 to get 20% off at checkout. Let's see, where are you guys at today? Uh, UW Fan Jim. Here's hoping the Ducks are as overconfident as national media is about the Pac-12 championship game. The, the Ducks, see, and this is the problem. The Ducks are not overconfident. That's, and, and this is the thing that, You know, I look at Dan Lanning. Is he a red ass? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Dan, who's the head coach at Oregon, is also a really, really smart guy. And he knows how to motivate. He knows how to reach his guys at a personal level. I cannot see any team in this country beating Oregon twice in one season. I find that very difficult to believe. I, I think that Oregon is a lot of things. I think they're one of the most hated Football teams in this country, and I think they live on that, and I think they love the fact that guys like Bo Nix won't get the respect he deserves. But you're not beating them twice in a row. You're not beating them on a neutral field game. the The champ, the Pac-12 championship game is in Las Vegas at Allegiant. You're not beating them twice in a season. You're not. There's a reason that they're minus eight and a half. And look at the number. It's 68 and a half points. They're expecting a shootout. That defense is good. Their weapons are good. Their running game is good. And Bo Nix is just, he's that guy this year. This is the best football I've ever seen him play. Now, is any of that untrue about about Washington? No, it's not.
0: Yeah, it's going to take a special performance out of Benix.
1: There's no doubt. He's going to have to be the reason that they do that again. There, There's just no doubt. Kyle Wilson, I told everyone that Oregon State was screwed.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> oh God. Oh <gasps> Mike, why did you leave us? <laughs>
0: Look at read the last Listen. part. Read the last part, please. Do it for me. I
1: was proven correct on Saturday when JS left, burning every bridge in town on the way out, too. The program is dead, it's over. so the comment that he's talking about is Jonathan Smith who took the Michigan State job was asked how long he'd been considering it and he said a long time Um. but what did he do wrong here I think Oregon State fan no matter how J.S. took the job you would have been upset he took the job, but what would you have done? And this is the answer that that sports fans can't answer. Let me, Kyle, would you have, you wouldn't have taken the Michigan State job. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. You wouldn't have gone to the, the, no, I'm not going to make a joke. You wouldn't have gone <laughs> to the scandal ridden. You wouldn't have gone to the fine institution that is, the State School of Michigan. Yeah, you would. <clears throat> They're going to pay him well. He's going to recruit well. And he's not going to pull it out on a video call. <laughs> and he's not going to. Jonathan Smith is a solid professional. He's
0: He would have done the same thing. By the way, it's a logical step in his career. Michigan State, I think, is a step up.
1: I, there's no doubt it's a step up in the current situation Oregon State finds itself in. And I think it is very interesting that Oregon State fans will go out of their way to say that, you know, he lied and he is a guy that, whatever, it's fine.
0: He betrayed us.
1: I, I have no problem. I have no problem saying that he did exactly what anybody else would have done. And I, I just don't think that it's, I don't think that it is some exact, as if you knew what I was going to say. He lied to the kids.
2: <laughs> oh, can you lie to the kids?
1: <laughs> They're all in the transfer portal. My guy, they they knew. Let's not play this game. He lied to the kids. No, he didn't. Stop.
2: Pack this up, we're out of here. You,
1: you, stop, you did the same thing. Katie Raider, uh, fist pound to my Red Raider brothers. Wreck em. pew pew. You're just gonna have, I, I think this year has been incredibly disappointing in
0: Lubbock and next year will be a better year. But there's silver lining. Yes, it was disappointing. Silver lining, though, going to a bowl. Said the next year. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what I'm not. It is, I'm dude. not willing.
1: I'm not willing to do that. Uh, I think that it is. It is a huge, huge problem. In my opinion, it is a huge problem that that you. I just don't feel like you were honest. I I feel like. Everybody said that, oh, there's no doubt Tyler Shook's the best quarterback. He wasn't close. Baron Morton's, a, in my opinion, a far better quarterback in the now and in the future. The
0: offensive performance says he is. I mean, again, I, I know you're com- more committed in the back half of the year to run the football, but but running the football yielded Baron so many opportunities. So it's like, yeah, he is, in my opinion, a better quarterback than Tyler Shuck was. There's no doubt. But but ultimately, ultimately, this comes down to a coordinator situation again, like for the eighth yes. program in a row. And and ultimately, you can't you cannot have such awful play calling that just wastes your best talent game in and game out. You can't do that if you want to win ballgames. It is
1: really frustrating for me. That you that Wyoming game you won that game until you got stupid on defense. And looking at Baron Morton and and looking at his numbers, there's so much growth and development in that kid. He he needs to be next year. I would really hope that he can complete 65 percent of his passes. Because if that happens, you're going to win 10 games. If if you if you look at their schedule and you look at his ability, and the six interceptions will come way down. They will come way down. And I I hope that he is somebody that you can, that you'll be able to count on. And I have to believe he will. He will. You'll be able to count on him. So that's just me. Jim Choi, any elite football coach would have bailed out, on, out of Corvallis. Do you guys understand that every football coach is talking to every open job they can. Every one of them. If you think Deion Sanders didn't want to talk to Texas A&M or anybody else, you're wrong. I I guarantee you their agents are making phone calls as we speak. That Houston job, according to people we talk to, is coveted. Do you think Jeff Trailer doesn't have his agent out working? What's he paying him for? You're not trying to stay at, at – at. the problem is with Oregon State fan right now, you're damaged, you're injured, you're hurt, your feelings are hurt, as you should be. The reality is if Jonathan Smith wasn't looking for a new job, I mean, what kind of professional are you? You really think he should have just sat there and wrote out his contract? When he could be in the Big Ten coaching at, at a state school of Michigan? You know, like, hey, hey, kid, don't drink the water, but absolutely win football games. I mean, he took a job with a lot of black eyes on it, whether it's sexual scandals, whether it is, I mean, the issues at Michigan State are systematic and deep. And he can be a guy that can cure those issues. And if you think he should have stayed there, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. Totally, agree. There, there's no way. Lance Johnson for two hundred thirteen million. Oregon State can join the Big Twelve for half share for five years. I, we've been down that road. Uh, Brian uh, Benninghoff says Michigan was not vindicated in any way, shape, or form. Period. Michigan is cheating football program. Oh well, until they beat wholesale beat Ohio State. And you don't have to like it, but the truth of the matter is, Michigan's a better football team than Ohio State is. You can't say otherwise. There's no way to say that. Facts. There's just no way to say that.
0: And I'm not even a Michigan fan. I do think they're a dirty program, Mm. but they beat you three years in a row, and this time they beat you without the signs.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, sad opera music, please. I lost my pet raccoon at the city dump. I looked everywhere but can't find him. Please help me find him, Monty. Do you really think I'm the guy that you can just throw stuff like that out and I'm just going to play the Aaron Rodgers video?
4: Oh, fucking God.
0: <laughs> we found him. Hey, what's our reward? We found him. Yeah, we found Aaron
1: Rodgers for you. Uh, Kyle Wilson, we're not damaged. We're, we are dead. There's a difference. You're not dead. What is this Game of Thrones dude? Please don't please don't go back to that I'm burning my diploma thing. Like, <laughs> come on, man.
2: <laughs> oh. Molly, I'm sitting here with a bottle of ladder fluid and a whole 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 bunch of Clay Thompson jerseys.
1: What the fuck are you, Ranger Rick? Wouldn't that be Smokey the Bear, not
2: Ranger Rick? Oh my! Johnny Smith's an asshole.
1: He, well, that might be true, and you're not. But he's a really good football coach. You're not dead. You're 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 Wolverine. You just got to heal and get your claws back. Yeah, it just it's going to take some time, right? You know, like yeah. Aaron Wilson, I wish Holgerson would come back to Tech to teach uh, Kitley as an analyst. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Uh UW fan jim on the bright side. My dogs are already recruiting the Beavers best linebacker <laughs> running back. Damn. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> really? You needed to think. Kyle is struggling with his music. And Kyle, that was the point. Clay didn't go to port. There was an argument on um, it a month ago. Somebody said Oregon state should be happy and just claim clay top during that whole, <laughs> during the whole pac 12 dead thing. Well, I shouldn't use that word today. Pac-10.
0: Yeah. Their funeral was the other day, so we can move on
1: now. Um, when the whole Arizona, everybody revolted thing happened and <laughs> we're never leaving the pac 12 until we're leaving um, the pac 12 happened. And you guys got left behind with Calford until they left you behind. There, there was the whole thing about it. it never mind. If I have to explain it, it, it is what it is. Uh, Gumby fresh out. Only you can prevent forest fires. Jake. Hey, exactly. Uh, Jeff Woodworth believe in beavers. Oh, and how
0: believe in beavers
1: and uh, donuts. The civil war is dead. Sorry. Beavs. Yeah, pretty much James agree. 100% with Monty. Morton will be better next year. When Texas tech's construction is done. Jones, ATT will be one of the best in the country. You got to win. You've got to win. Patrick, being relegated to the Mountain West equals being dead in the water. Well, you're not relegated to the Mountain West. You hopefully are going to keep the brand.
2: Oh, Monty, help me with the Mountain West. Call her, Monty. Tallard to... <clears> it. <throat>
1: <laughs> Kyle Wilson, play the music. Um, uh, uh, okay. okay, go ahead.
2: Take some time, Monty. Yeah, some of us don't have 20, 30 years to wait for that. Fire and fury. I'm dying over here, Monty. He is a sick puppy. Help me. Call, call Clay Thompson. bro. Tell Kirk Schultz to win the suit, please.
1: I understand. What, what are you going to do? You're going to become an Oregon fan? What the fuck are you? Right, like they don't
0: want you. Yeah. What are you going to start hating on the hating on BYU now? Hey, Monty, I heard Austin Stadium was beautiful in the fall.
2: <laughs> don't do my it. fucking ass.
1: Oregon State, you're you're. I agree. You're out of gas right now. The car won't start. If you ain't first, you're last. Glory is coming with the AAA tow truck. Just. It sucks. I un- it sucks. In all seriousness, it sucks. Uh, and donuts. Jeez, Monty is in classic form. Yes, yes. I well rest. I got some of the best sleep last night. It was amazing. The Beavers will have one of the nicest stadiums in the Mountain West Conference. Stop they it. They will. They will. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, high school winter formal dances are this weekend. Might be a good opportunity to get a Josh Giddey
0: autograph. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh.
1: Wow. Um, we need to get to that story. Uh, no, I'm not going to watch college athletics. Kyle says,
2: Monty, I'm done with it! <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of better things to do than waste my time with a Mount West team. My fucking ass. I burned that diploma. Oh, the problem. Fire is, and fury. The whole paper didn't burn, so I can still see that beautiful Beaver embossed logo.
1: Oh. oh. Okay. <coughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Oregon State Red Wedding. Yes.
3: Ooh.
1: red wedding kirk schultz came in and Ooh. red weddings you guys uh however even if the combination of the pack two and the mountain west keep the pack 12 name they still most likely lose their peep they did already they did already pack 10 the automatic qualifier is gone and there's no 600 million whatever the other podcasts say there's no 600 million dollar parachute coming
2: after the envelope calculations,
1: Mike Smith, the Beaver, really is taking a pounding, and how? It's not good. Damn, bro. uh Rick Forrester, best news: Dana fired at Houston. We had really, we hadn't, we hadn't God, heard that. Know,
0: wow, bro. Damn.
1: Wow. LV Seminole, yeah, Mike, the Beaver is getting it today. Hey, uh, Jay Brannon, taking my toys and going home. <laughs> Uh Lance Johnson I was drunk the day my mama left my conference. Oh my!
2: I was so hammered. We were going to the Big 12. That moonshine was so good it hit different that day. And then we got left on the side of the road. Oh god. You're so fucked. <laughs>
1: okay. How am I supposed how am I supposed to transition when William Bailey is saying, just pounding that beaver? How, am I, how am I supposed to transition? Well, it's probably a good transition. MBA <clears throat> Talk on the Monty Show is presented by tridaytrading.com. Tridaytrading.com/monty make sure you get your 30-day 10 dollar trial membership at uh, Triday Trading. You get the whole deal. You get the whole deal. You get all their proprietary software, their leading indicators, their teaching, their know-how. You get assigned your own coach, your day trading coach who's going to teach you the system and walk you through it. You're going to be trading within days. And I love it so much. Being in the program with Mrs. Monty, watching her go through it, watching her making money trading, watching her being passionate and excited about it. You guys, it's so good for your, your confidence. You got to try it. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Sign up for your $10 30-day trial membership. Hook it up. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Let's talk about this Josh Giddy thing. You guys know who that is? That's the problem. Josh Giddy, who is a really talented basketball player from Australia, who plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder, for now, is under investigation by the NBA, because Josh Giddy is a guy, and that's him on the screen there, Josh Giddy's a guy that is caught in a scandal where he is being accused of having a physical relationship with a girl who is alleged to be 15 years old. What's up, man?
2: It's Josh. Be with you, beautiful sister. Good luck for your season. you going to Sacramento soon for a game, so best of luck. We're gonna come up and watch you. take care of business.
1: That's one of the videos. Here he is with this supposedly with this woman, calling her my girl.
2: What's up, man? Right in front of the club. Me and my girl. Better head back to mine.
1: Ooh. going back to my meaning we're going back to my place. Oh. Now, here's what I want to make sure that everybody is acutely aware of. I am not a hundred percent sure that this is actually Josh Giddy. Mm-hmm. I, with the way that AI works these days, I am telling you slow your roll on this. But the NBA is investigating this. Josh Giddy is 21. This girl is 15. Allegedly. How is she how is he still playing in the NBA? the nba has to take action against josh giddy by suspending him and waiting for this investigation to play out
0: it seems like a lot of organizations though or like leagues don't do that anymore i feel like it used to be a thing where hey if you were involved in whatever type of scandal whatever you know whatever it is it, you were in the middle of something hey we're going to suspend you with pay pending the results of the investigation that's how it used to be hey, we're putting you on the back burner. You're not going to play. You can practice or whatever, but you're not going to play until this thing gets worked out one way or the other. And now we don't do that anymore. And I think that's really interesting because Giddy and company came out and no commented it, right? Uh, I understand the question, no comment. Okay, great. No comment, no comment, left and right. Giddy, other players, coaches, everybody's no commenting this thing to death. Yet he's still playing. So I understand why you don't want to talk about it why you're not talking about it. However, I just think once it came out, the NBA was investigating this kid for doing this, you got to suspend him. You can't have this guy out on the floor having huge games and doing what he does best while this is going on. Because ultimately... And this is what I always say about every commissioner of the league. Roger Goodell went through this. Yes. Right? Like, you know, Manfred, in my opinion, with Major League Baseball, has gone through this and failed miserably, but that's a different show. Now it's time for Adam Silver to, you know, face the music of a situation where he needs to discipline somebody proactively and is not going to do it or hasn't yet. Because we're not talking about sign stealing. We are
1: talking about an abuse of an underage girl and i think this is a very different conversation i don't think it's anything to joke about i don't think it is anything to take lightly the nba has to take action because it, the the fan base is you know running with the innocent until proven guilty line well not in these cases this is a a 15 year old girl allegedly that he is accused of having a physical relationship with and there is there is video and picture evidence and I think if you are OKC, if you are the NBA, you have to take him off the floor and take him out of sight. And Weetabix, which is an Australian cereal company, is already talking about um,
0: pulling their relationship with him. Their reps are in contact with Oklahoma City and the NBA.
1: It, this is a big deal. And Wheat-bix is a is a major sponsor of his. This is a big deal. And I don't know. I don't know what you do here. We've never seen this in this way before. He's 21, she is allegedly 15. He is alleged to have had a physical relationship with her. End of story. Take him off the floor. Let the investigation play out. If he was, if if, if my issue is again, it's the Michigan argument. How come you're not denying this? If you did not do this, how are you not wholesale? Fully and forcefully denying this.
0: Hey, you're just no commenting, which, which in a lot of ways is an admission. It, it's really, really
1: very serious that the NBA is investigating this. Now, the flip side of this coin is the NBA is investigating this, but they have not suspended him pending the outcome of this investigation. That tells you that maybe, that maybe he did not do this. And if I was a a lawyer worth my salt, I would absolutely no comment him. I would put a gag on him. You are not talking about this. And if you're Josh Giddy and you didn't do this, you're saying to your lawyer, I didn't do this and I want to say that. And probably the smart thing is for his lawyer to say, no, you're not going to say that. You're going to say I have no comments on it. And then you're never going to meet with the media again. Because what good can come with him meeting
0: with the media? But that's the amazing part of still playing. I mean, isn't he required? If my if I understand correctly, when you play games, you're required to do media of some form, especially when you're at home. Yeah. So, so if that's the case, I, I mean, he's going to continue to get asked questions about it, and the media damn well knows that he's going to no comment it, but they have to ask why, why, why put yourself in this position? Well, and this is the point you brought up in the vaunted pre-show meeting behind the scenes, uh, in stuff, And stuff. Ah, uh, a. It doesn't make a lot of sense that if Josh Giddy was of age and he knew this girl was not, why would he be posting her on social media? Like you would think that if you knew you were doing something wrong, you wouldn't be out here like posting videos and like that doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: It, the, it, the story, something in the story doesn't feel right to me that a 21 year old multimillionaire NBA superstar is going to hook up with a 15 year old girl. That doesn't make sense to me. You're 21. You're a good-looking dude. They line up outside the arena for you. You chose a 15-year-old? And now, allegedly, there is another girl coming forward? Like, This is a problem. And I, I, I am all for due process. But if you're the NBA, it's a bad look every time he bounces a ball in a uniform.
0: Especially when you're talking <laughs> about heading into you know, media rights negotiations coming. And I mean, you're going to take a write down if you don't handle us the right way.
1: And he's on one of the best teams in the NBA. He's on and he's had a terrible season. He has not been the same player this year. And we have argued about this in our members only group with James Knight and everybody else. We talk a lot of NBA on this show. You know, we're passionate about it. And I have had people across this league tell me, hey, Chet Holmgren, is the exact same player that Josh Giddy is, which is why both of them rarely have big games on the same night, which they haven't this year. Right. And Josh Giddy's name has been thrown around pretty wildly in trade scenarios, which you can kiss Zach now. They're that's dead. Like they, they, they're this is a huge problem. This is because Josh Giddy would have gotten you Zach Levine. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And all that's gone with now.
0: Yeah, now and, you need, if you want to make a deal, now you need this thing to get wrapped up and you need a statement saying he mm-hmm. didn't do this. You need something that says, hey, you know, we we haven't found any evidence he did this. Like, we don't believe that at this time we can't come to the conclusion that Josh did this or something like that from the league that, that you know, exonerates him, absolves him of responsibility here. He's good to go.
1: Yeah, I, I, I really hope this isn't the case. It that Josh Giddy and this girl, and, and the pictures that are out there of him, I, with AI the way it is today, I'm not ready to just count this as done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm just
0: not ready to count it as done. Yeah, I, I'm not ready smart. to condemn the guy. I think that's smart because AI is powerful, but. It's tough. Like the Instagram videos, the thing that I struggle with in these Instagram videos is that there's no question in my mind that that's Josh. The thing that I have a question about is, is that actually what he's saying? Cause that's where AI is powerful.
1: Well, and there's all these videos that apparently show the act happening. Mm-hmm. Josh Giddy's faces and none of them. And frankly, I haven't watched them, but Reading the analysis of them, Josh Giddy is not seen in those videos. And it, 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 mm, this is, this is bad, dude. It, 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 this is the worst of the worst. And I really hope this is not him. And I just,
0: I really, I cannot believe he would do this. I, I cannot believe he would do this. It's what you always say, though. It's what you always say. And I'm not condemning the guy. I'm just saying we've seen this before powerful men. And I'm not saying this dude runs any countries or anything, but multimillionaire, just like you said, good-looking dude, has everything he could ever want, falling at the feet of sex wouldn't be the first time.
1: And what what are we dealing with here? And I was going to leave that part out, but I think this matters. What are we dealing with here? We're dealing with a 21-year-old kid who is alleged to have partaken in, at best... Sexual activity with an underage girl that was photographed and videoed, allegedly. I want to make that very clear because I do not buy this until until the end of this. I am not going to believe it was him. This is so outrageous. It is. And so outlandish and so salacious. And he is so dead to rights if you believe everything that you're seeing in these videos. Because there's a full-on sex tape. There are pictures and videos of him with this girl. If you believe that lock, stock, and barrel, this dude is just put him in a prison cell now because she was 15 at the time those videos were made. Mm-hmm. And there's this video of him talking to her brother about it. I don't buy it. I think the other, I can't believe it.
0: For the league, I think the other interesting thing is the timing of this. The last scandal the league had was the John Morant situation. And they were very aggressive with the John ja Morant situation, right? Ja got kind of pulled back. You know, if you remember, the Grizzlies had initially suspended him, then the league stepped in and suspended him, which he's serving now. And that was kind of handled pretty quick. And there was never, never any real outlandish denial that hey, that was me in the club with that stripper, that was me in the car with that gun, and the league just handled it and. I'm very curious, and this is kind of what I mean with Adam Silver. Adam Silver set a precedent with Ja Morant in some respects. Hey, there's pictures, there's videos, you live-streamed in a club where you flashed a gun. We got to do something about this. The problem is, is that that condemns Ja for... Hello? Don't I what dropped happened. my pen on the
1: fade-to-black button.
0: <laughs> uh, that video condemned Ja. It was no doubt that that was Ja. No doubt that he had a gun. He didn't deny it. He didn't deny it. Okay, great. Pretty clean cut. That thing about AI and is Josh actually saying that, you know, we have no evidence so far, so far that I've seen, maybe the league's got more, of course, but we haven't seen it, Josh's face in like a sex tape or anything like that yet. Because
1: there's the video, there's the picture of Josh Giddy in a Wheat bix commercial.
2: Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right here's Josh Kiddie in this video.
2: I'm Stop my man! Find bar, right at right the front of the club. Uh, Me and my girl. Better head back to mine. Stop I'm my man! To find bar, right at the front of the club. Uh, Me and my girl. Better head back to mine. I don't
1: know. I don't know. What's up, man? It's Josh. I'm here with your beautiful sister.
2: Uh, good luck for your season. Here going go to Sacramento for a game. So, all the best of luck. We're gonna come up and watch you. Uh, take care of business.
0: I mean, do you do you believe it? I believe that that first one where it's more lit, where the the lighting is better, and you can really see his face. The well, one we'll get back to mine. Yeah, that one I think is a little more for me, anyways, a little bit easier. Because when you watch AI videos, right? If you go on like YouTube, let's say, and you look up, hey, you know, real video versus AI video, the Jim Harbaugh, the Jim video. Harbaugh one, you can clearly tell that Jim Harbaugh's lips do not match what is being said. You can tell that, but here. It looks to me like it matches.
2: something man. To find another
0: barber, right dude. the front of the club. <sighs> me and my that's girl.
2: Better head back to mine.
0: Like that's tough. Dude. It's simple. It's relaxed. It's not. It would be hard to manipulate that in some way. Like I don't know, dude. I I agree. We need to be careful. With just just writing this off. But uh, this is tough. You can't do it. This is tough. I I am not. I
1: mm. man, I wish he'd come out and said I was in no way, shape, or form part of this. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Mm -hmm. I would, I would have. I, I think I'd have been sitting here. I think I'd have been sitting here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would have been defending him if he'd have said that. I want you to listen to me. I I just can't
2: believe it. I'm going to say this again.
1: I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't. Never. All right. Um. Let's see. Boston Mapes. Can we please not make him the next Trevor Bauer and just let the real investigation do its job?
0: I agree that the Trevor Bauer situation changed the landscape of these type of situations. Trevor
1: Trevor Bauer, the pitcher for the Dodgers, who had, by any account, very exotic physical sex with a woman on multiple occasions. She basically sued him, ruined him, I mean, cost him I, untold millions, tens of millions. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> turned out, essentially, she set him up. She set him up. And there's text messages about it. Like, it's not really that much in in question. But he's not signed by a major league team, and I don't think he will be. Meanwhile, Shoei Otani is about to get $500 million from the Cubs. Trevor Bauer, who had a stellar season in Japan, I don't believe will be playing in the majors. I don't think anybody will ever sign him again. And something that was consensual, whether you like it or not, or morally or ethically buy it, it doesn't matter.
0: Guilty in the public opinion. That's exactly
1: right. That's exactly right. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, just like his game, his underage girlfriend is mid. Wow. Okay. I don't know about all that. Giddy's favorite song is Winger 17. You guys are heartless. Robert Road Giddy heard that 15 would get him 20. Man. Are we, is this what we're doing? Yeah, yes. Uh, Matthew me. So you say it's okay. Michigan cheated the last three years. Who said that? Uh, can't believe you've lost integrity too. They ran up scores to make money launched through the Quorum Stallions vacuum cleaner company. So you have evidence talking about. So you have evidence that they laundered money. That's you. They laundered money through Connor Stallion's LLC. You have evidence of that, obviously, right? You have no evidence of that, and nobody on this show has ever said it's okay they cheated. Uh, James Knight, Ooh, James Knight. Uh, Either refute the accusations or NB. I don't know what NB means. Uh, I think his lawyer would probably not let him Jeff Woodworth young girls get out of my mind my love for you is way out of line okay 1984 because his lawyers told him not to say anything I agree with that uh the Todd father this is super gross if true she's 15 she's 15 which is hmm. Brandon Butler report say she is a junior in high school so could be 17 for all we know still not a still not good These reports say that when this happened, she was 15. So, Hmm. OG Gary, uh, stream having issues for anyone else? Are we having stream issues? There we go. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Bob Smith, Giddy and Wander Franco will soon be cellmates. Wander Franco. (laughs) Uh, James says the NBA needs to suspend him. Uh, Gumby, fresh out. I never talked to the media, therefore I'm not guilty either. There you go. There you go. There you go. Cispro, uh, she's 17. How is she 17? Uh, the issue is consent in Oklahoma is 16. NBA doesn't have rules on this. They will have to put something in the rule, but I'm sure he will get suspended. I'm not ready to say she's 17 or 16 or because
0: I don't know. Do we know for a fact that this happened in Oklahoma?
1: I don't know that we know that the age of
0: consent in Australia is 16.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to, I don't believe any of the reports that we've seen. That's why I'm not willing to, there's something here that's just not right. Totally agree. I'm not willing to assume or make leaps in faith or I'm not. OG Gary says stream issues. Damn it. You get in the comments below. Are you, are we having stream issues? Uh, Boston Mapes, as Akon says, I'm in a 21 and older club. They say, I just don't know how, cause I heard a lot of people saying he didn't know she was that young guy. Look at the pictures. Are we serious? I'm in a 21 and older club. They say, <laughs> come on, it's terrible. Kitty is averaging. No main event. <laughs> Come on, guys. Gumby fresh out. I have no stream issues. Good. So in Australia, a 16-year-old can date whoever. I don't.
0: Yeah. The, the, that you know, doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it right, but this is what I'm saying. This is how little we know about this. Yeah. So if that video, let's say, just as, hear me out. If that video was taken in Australia and this girl is 16 instead of 15, Josh has done nothing wrong, allegedly. Allegedly. If this video was taken on U.S. soil, dude's in a world of hurt yeah. if it actually happened. Because again, it's all allegedly. We don't know. And that's what I think is really tough. And it, I, I'm glad you brought up Trevor Bauer, or other people did or whatever, because it, it reeks of the Trevor Bauer situation in some ways when we first knew about the Trevor Bauer thing. Trevor Bauer got railroaded early on when this stuff came out. I mean, you're talking about, you know, like, little DMS were traded in the public eye and like he was getting run through it. And then he comes out the other side clean. And it's like, dude, like now this changes the way we look at a lot of different things to which I say, Adam silver, you need to be very careful about how you handle this. You need to handle it properly. Everyone out there, all the haters of the NBA and Adam silver saying, Hey, we were quick to suspend John Morant, but we haven't suspended Josh Giddy. What is it? This has nothing to do with race yeah. or anything like that. What I think it has to do with is that Adam Silver is very progressive. He's very, very, he treats things very differently. So very. we're we're in an age where, hey, we're, we're no longer doing to what we said earlier in this conversation. We're not doing, hey, oh, you're in the middle of something. We're going to suspend you with pay. Pending the investigation. We're not doing that anymore. What we're doing is, yeah, we're investigating them. You can still play, but you're going to have to face the media. You're going to have to handle that the best way you can. And, and to Josh's credit, you know, he was calm and collected when talking to the media. He didn't he didn't do the Blake Corum where he's like, no, I had no idea, Me? even though I look super guilty, rocking back and forth and I'm stuttering it, like he didn't do that. He was like, yeah, I understand the question, but I have no comment on it. Yeah. He was cold about it, so I I don't know, man. I I don't know, but it's it is not a good look either way. No, and I'm trying to find reports that she's 17, and I cannot find one.
1: So it is all the reports that I have seen have say say that this girl is 15 years old, which is I, I the the issue here. It doesn't matter. You cannot. You, i I understand I'm not the smartest guy in the world. this is stupid this girl doesn't look nearly she looks fifteen man like i I'm, are we blind you know like and, and I just I don't understand this i I don't and I understand why he doesn't want to comment but you you cannot you cannot do this you cannot in my opinion when you make the money and you have everything that that she wants Trevor Bauer. You got, like, Trevor Bauer's crime was doing this with a San Diego Padres fangirl. Because that's what this girl that Trevor Bauer got in trouble with. She was a Padres fan who had allegedly slept with many Padre players. And including one of his best friends. So he knew. A guy like Josh Giddy, who can have any woman in the world are you really telling me that an alleged 15-year-old girl was your first choice? I, I, mm, I hope this shocking. is not true. I hope this is not true. Boss Frog, what's up, boss? Where is that 15, 16, 17-year-old girl's parents and her brother that's allegedly in this video with Josh Giddy talking about this?
0: Something doesn't add up. I'm that I'm
1: telling you. Something doesn't add up. You're giving away a 40 million dollar wheat mix you know, endorsement over a 15 year old girl. I mean, are you serious? Come on. Uh, big 12, all Texas sports fans, the great Carrie Mon Eric, the claw. That was my guy. When I was a kid, the Texas tornado, uh, boss frog. Seriously. Would they not have raised hell already? Right. I'm telling you.
0: I just—it doesn't think work it's both ways. Here. It doesn't work both ways. You don't—you don't have an illegal underage relationship like this. But then also, the family's like, "Yeah, we're good. Our daughter's 15, and she's dating Josh Giddy. Yeah, we'll take that Wheat Bix money, please. Like that's not how it works. No, no.
1: I, I just am not, and I—I I don't understand how this happens with so many athletes. Because th- he's not going to be the last one if this is true. He he is not. And I just, I'm trying to find a story where this girl's 17. Not that that makes it better, because I'll be honest with you. I don't care what the law says. She's 17, man. Like, this is why I'm, I, it must be so difficult to be the father of a daughter. Like, I can't even, I can't even imagine it. I cannot even imagine it. And I just look at these allegations, everything you want, this kid, this kid, Josh Giddy's got it. Mm -hmm. and yet it's just not enough. It's just not enough. And now all of his teammates are deleting and unfollowing him, and, like, you just feel like it's true. You just feel like it's true. And the funny part is, like, this Chet Holmgren story, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Chet Holmgren had tweeted something to the effect of me and Josh Giddey are locked in. We're bros. Yeah. He deleted that tweet. Like it tells you, yeah, something's not right here. Mm -hmm. Something is not right here. And I, I just feel, I feel sick about it because no matter how this turns out, Josh Giddey will never be the same. It's over now.
0: Again, the choices.
1: Yeah. You made your bed, man. Time to lay in it. Yeah. Uh, the Todd father stream is perfect for me. Must be regional. Uh, Capazo. <laughs> having a daughter is great and it sucks all at the same time. I bet it does. I bet it does. That's, you know, I just, I can't even imagine. It's it. Wild. I mean, and when you have guys like Devin Booker floating around, I mean, lock up the Kardashians. Cause did you guys see my guy last? Zehor! night? Yeah. Just hit an average little game-winning jumper. You're not special,
0: so, dude! You're just not, not special or unique. You're so over the top with it, dude. It's over the a top great of what? Shot. Yeah, I'm over the top like Book was. Well,
1: I mean, everybody says he hates double teams. Doesn't look like he had any trouble with a double team there when he beat the Knicks with a. Somehow they let him get to his right hand, which
0: and it didn't. Look, you know what the funny thing was, dude? It didn't even look like he wanted the shot. That's the thing. He just kind of casually dribbled over there and just kind of flipped it up.
1: And I'll just ask again why Jalen Brunson wasn't in the game. Yeah. All that money, and he's not available to you. Uh, I look at Devin Booker last night. I slept like a baby after that shot. Like, my, I, I, I don't know how many other ways I can tell you that Devin Booker's their most important player, far more important than Kevin Durant. And I'll just keep saying it. Devin Booker is winning you games. Sex Machine is having a career year in assists. Shooting the ball exceptionally well. And what did he say after the game? If you give me my right hand and I can get a a dribble off, I'm going to knock it down as though you're not even standing there. That's how comfortable he is on his right hand. Why would you let him? Oh, you're the Knicks. That's right. (laughs) You're the Knicks. You let him get to his right hand because that's what you do. At what point? At what point is my guy, Devin Booker, going to get the respect he deserves? I think oh, wait, he's getting I'm the sorry. respect I'm he deserves. Sorry. When is he going to get the respect he's earned? Because he's earned it. He's on. He is a better player than Jason Tatum is. Agreed. Because he's a better defender now. He is a very good defender. Oh, well, he doesn't play defense. Yeah, you can stick that argument with the he's sun don't He's only got
0: shot. one thing. He's got one thing, and I think he'll knock it down soon. He's got to win a ring. That's it. Win a ring. I think that the only thing that haters can say about book is the, is the finals performance where he struggled, but you know, he'll, he'll write that ship. I have no doubt about it. I, his, his, you can see that his confidence is much higher this year. There's just, it's just different this year. He He just has this sort of calmness about him that just allows him to eat. And, and it's, it, you can watch it. That's why I'm telling you. Watch Suns basketball, man. Get the league pass. Watch Suns basketball and watch how he plays the game. It's no longer like super fast and like crazy and frenetic and all this odd stuff. It's, hey, like I, I, I was sitting here watching this play unfold, right? Before they inbound it. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a pin down screen on the block. Book's going to come up and get the ball. I was surprised he passed it at first, to be honest with you. That surprised me. But he gets it back, and I I was like, all right, you're just going to throw this up, and we're going to go to overtime, now, right?
1: Now, what I'm telling you is, why is Frank Vogel the right coach for this team? That's a designed play. They've run it, and ESPN, I thought, did a great breakdown of this. They've run it three times this year. Devin Booker's three for three. It is, It, it is this idea, and the Utah Jazz... I hope you, you're you listening. You have to put your best player in his best spot. And then if the ball goes in, you that's great. If it doesn't, you did everything you could do to make sure he had a shot. Devin Booker at his best shot off a design play. They run that handoff to him in critical situations. All three of them, the first two were with, were a shot clock, a tight shot clock. I think both of them were under two seconds um, to release it. And then this one last night was six seconds with the game on the line. And it put them up three. I, it was just a phenomenal shot. Uh, real quick, some breaking college football news. The SEC has released the 2024 football schedule. How about these matchups in the SEC next year? And we, what did we complain about this year? We didn't get anything special. In college football for Georgia and Alabama, Mm -hmm. right? I think we all hated this. Um, To a large extent, that's over with. Here are the notable matchups next year. You'll get right out of the gate, August 31st, Miami at Florida. Oh, hey, did I mention that um, Florida fired uh, Sean Spencer and Corey Raymond? They're both off the staff. Two of their best coaches, gone is making wholesale changes. Uh, so yeah, there's that game. And then in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, Georgia and Alabama should play every year. Oh, right? They don't. Oh, but they're going to play next year. Uh, look at that game right there on September 28th. Georgia at Bama. Uh, and then there's Alabama, Tennessee. Look at that. Georgia at Texas. I said at Texas, D.K.R. You guys are getting the Georgia Bulldogs. How about that? Alabama at LSU. So Alab- that's what I'm talking about. Alabama at Oklahoma in November. Texas at Texas A&M in November. You kidding me? That's a am- finally, finally Notre Dame at Texas A&M. Texas A&M at Florida. Tennessee at Oklahoma on September 21st. Big games. Big games at Oklahoma and Texas. We're going to find out who you are right out of the gate. This is what football scheduling should be.
0: Finally, this is what we have been waiting for. And I also think that the SEC in some ways is, is suffering in the college football playoff from strength of schedule weakness. And... This changes that. I, I, I completely agree. This is what we deserve as fans. This is what the SEC should be. Because I still maintain, even with realignment, the SEC still has the best conference. Yes. Especially now that you have Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I, I think that you know it's important, just in the big picture for the SEC, that LSU is good. Because if LSU is good... And you have Texas and you have Oklahoma, you're six, seven teams deep now, depending on what you get from your second tier squads, right? I mean, if, if like AM is an example, if those guys are seven win good, let's say, dude, you're, you're, you're an awfully deep. And your boy, Lane Train at the SIP, dude, if he's 10 wins, my God, he won't I mean, be. he won't be, but good Lord, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, the Big 10 and the Big 12 are no longer, you know, even in the same, atmosphere i think the sec's got the best much more on that tomorrow the monty show as always presented by the advocates
1: the the best injury attorneys in the business you guys never pay a penny to work with the advocates never ever do you reach in your pocket because you don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case chat with an injury attorney right now at the
2: until tomorrow
1: say goodbye jake goodbye jake